The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Go for the beers, go for the cheers, go for the hit and the hits, go for the scene, go for the screens, go for the gallery, go for the win, go to ocean. Post Game Show with Seth Joyner. I knew that they had a running game. Derek Gunn. He has put in the effort. Devin Caney. Had we not won the Super Bowl, what would we be saying? And Mike Missanelli. Well, you know how Philly is. Post Game, now streaming on the 6ABC family of apps. Thirteen, lucky number 13, 13 and one, survive in advance. Who cares Woo! if it ain't pretty? It's about getting the dub, and they got it. Welcome in, everybody. Happy, happy Monday, one and all. We're Sports Day, Jacob Sports YouTube Network. He's Barrett Brooks. He's Derek Gunn. I am Rob Ellis. What's up, fellas? How we doing on this Monday? Could be more happier right now. Hey, Amen. Look. I like it, Barrett. Could be more happy. Eagles find a way to get a win. Dallas loses on a rico- on a ricochet. But let's let's talk in general terms for just a moment. If you are a sports fan, just think about about the week in general. We see two great games on Saturday, culminated with the probably the greatest World Cup game in the history of the World Cup, Argentina and France. What a what a shootout! In that game, I, I, I look up a point. Argentina's up two nothing. It takes me five minutes to walk upstairs to my hotel room. I get up there; it's it's two two. Back downstairs, it's three three. Yep. And 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 I have the, the I have the uh, the privilege of being in that Galleria at Ocean Casino. You know, that place was packed with 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 soccer f- football fans, but soccer fans right, also. Right. Okay. Yep. And 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 every. Um, everybody just, ooh, ah, ooh, ah, you know, it's like, wow. And then you look at the, look at the collection issues in the NFL on Sunday and it's like, 
it's like one of the best sports weekends I can re- remember in quite some time. Awesome. You're right, Derek. There's nothing that compares entertainment-wise. There isn't. Like, there's no reality show. Yeah, music's great. Movies are great. TV show, no doubt. But the but the what you get with sports, man. I feel bad for people who don't like sports. They don't know what they're missing out on. Honest right. to God, they don't. Absolutely, man. To go through what we went through. I mean, just just looking at last week. I mean, just look at the Colts and Minnesota game. I mean. Minnesota comes back. This is the biggest comeback ever, ever in, in NFL history. Number right. one, and that's even playoff and uh, uh, regular season. Watch that game. Then Dallas starts talking junk early in the week, and they lose in Dak Prescott fashion, <laughs> in typical Cowboy fashion. Yeah, we go up, we do everything wrong, and we still win. It's, it's this is just a perfect scenario for me because. <laughs> It's yes. going to make that team stronger, number one. Yep. You know what I'm saying? It's the little things that you do where you can get through adversity. Mm-hmm. See, this team, that, that Chicago Bear team had a week and a half, two weeks, to get ready for this Philadelphia yeah. Eagles team. Incredible. Two weeks. Yep. They had two weeks of a game plan. So when you look at it, with adverse conditions, they had two weeks to prepare for them. It was their Super Bowl, and at no point did I think we were going to lose that game. That just shows how good this team is. Yeah, and and look, credit to the Bears. They played their best game of the year. Yeah, they did. I, yeah, I really, did. I truly believe that. I, I thought yep. their defense played their best game of the season. And we're going to talk to our buddy, Marshall Harris, who we had on on Friday. We'll talk to him uh, a little bit later about the game and everything that went down. <clears throat> but, yeah, I mean, I, you know what's funny? You know, as much as you look back and you say, boy, it was a struggle day for, for Jalen Hurts. He still throws for over 300 yards. <laughs> really, only one of the two picks was on him. The other one was on the wide receiver. And he rushes for three, and he gets a two-point conversion. Right. Like, that's what he does. It's not always going to be pretty. But first of all, he doesn't let anything affect him. He just moves on. All right, pick, whatever. <laughs> We're not playing well. Whatever. Everything's going to be fine. That's exactly what you need in a leader. You can't have some guy who's who's moping, who, who's got his head in his hands on the sidelines, who's throwing tablets, who's yelling at guys. That's not him. And And – I don't know if that's appreciated enough. He's unbelievably talented, but it's it's here, man. It's between the ears, which is so big for this guy. You know, I almost felt sorry for the Chicago Bears. Um, the game before the game, they're down. Darnell Mooney, their best the best pass catcher. Claypool doesn't play. The top running back next to Justin Fields is out. Then Equimania St. Brown, his first catch, he gets a concussion. The left tackle goes down to the point they bring a card out and take him off. Mm-hmm. And then four or five other guys go out of the game. I'm thinking, man, if you you talk about snake bit team. Yeah. I mean, how much more snake bitten can a team be in one season? My no, you're goodness. right. You're it's right. It's not their time, man. It's, it's, not their time, yeah. right. it's just unbelievable what right. they've had. To, and then on top of that, they trade their two defensive leaders, Roquan Smith and Robert Quinn. You know, it's like. My goodness, when it rains, it pours on this team. But they, yeah. they gave a heck of a battle. They heck did. A, battle. They did. And to the Eagles' credit, when they had to make plays, they made plays. You think about the throw, the, the deep shot that he makes to to hurt, uh, to Brown down the sideline is just a drop in the bucket, beautiful throw. You can't throw it better than that. Let's not lose sight of the conversion on the last drive oh, that yeah. you pick up on, on third and six, or else you, you probably have to punt the ball back to them. Yeah. yeah. And who yeah. knows? Who yeah. knows what happened? So, like, plays were made yesterday, and – 
look, what we do our usual offense and defensive breakdown, but let's give some love to that defensive line, which is ferocious, man. Right, ferocious. right, 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 right. I mean, it is it is just an assault on the opposing team's quarterback every single week with these cats. They have more sacks than anybody, more sacks per game than anybody in the NFL this season. And they're and they're destroying, shattering what they did last year in terms of the sack totals. It's incredible what they've done. I, I just I just look at this team, man, in, in all phases of the game, they're uh they're they're able to go out and face adverse conditions, adverse opportunities that the other team takes advantage of. Um we get everybody's best, and that's what people gotta understand, you know. And I see people in the stream, you know, you know. You can't really like like saying AJ Brown's not playing hard. You can't say that AJ Brown yes. was playing his ass off. He exactly. was playing very exactly. very hard. It's just he understands that when he was going a little above and beyond, he was causing you know was causing turnovers. So now he's very very um, he takes advantage when he can do it. But understand that he's playing his ass off out there. You know it may look like he's going. No, I don't even look like look like. What he's did I miss? There's me. a beef with AJ Brown. Yeah, there's, there's yeah people, people some people have seen. Yeah, in the not playing hard. Or he yeah. got paid too much. I mean, I can't say a 1,200 yard, 1,300 yard receiver is not getting paid too That's much. That's it, it's a weird day to be floating <laughs> that out there. Dude, dude nine 100 catches, 181 yards. I don't understand where that's coming from, man. Whoa. And 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 then you know, all right, Hurts threw two interceptions. One wasn't necessarily his problem. I mean, wasn't, wasn't necessarily his fault, but he has to take it. You know, I mean, his, his receiver didn't cross the face of the, of the safety. But, I mean, he was able to, you know, bounce back from it. Um, that team was ready. You know yeah. what I'm saying? That that if They just didn't have enough horses. No. They no. they have a great running quarterback. And everybody's, you know, trying to equate him to Jalen Hurts and all. No, he's not a Jalen Hurts. No. And, no. And, and for them to think that, that he's going to be a Jalen Hurts, it's not going to happen. It, you know, Jalen Hurts is his own is his, his own being, bro. He, he's he's not like anybody ever I've, I've ever seen. You know, no. he's not a throwback. He's not a drop back quarterback. He's also not a running quarterback. He is a quarterback that does his own thing. You can't put him in a box. Um, you know, at any point of, of of saying he's just a running guy. He ran when he was in Ala, um when he was in Alabama. Yeah, but when he yeah. got to when he got to to Oklahoma, Oklahoma yeah, he was a drop back passer. You know, and he's been able to marry the two together to become Jalen Hurts. Yeah, good point. If he's you look a quarterback, at, he's that's a quarterback. what I'm saying. Yeah, if you look at what um you you look at, at at the Bears quarterback, he's gifted. He's a four four guy, and they're just bringing this out. He was not a he was not a running quarterback when he was at Ohio State. Yeah, because he didn't have to be. Yeah, right. To, yeah, <laughs> he was a drop back. Passer. Great players adapt to their 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 surroundings and their circumstances and do what they have to do. And, and as as Fields' career progresses, when he gets some help, he won't have to to run as much. Jalen doesn't have to run as much as he ran last year. You know that that's what that's what really good because that that gear's there for those guys. They're not one trick ponies. They can do what they have to do. Man. If they and, if they ever get if they ever get Fields' weapons, that kid's going to be lethal. Oh, he, um, he's unbelievable. The thing that always impresses me about him is he doesn't look like he's running that fast. But you can't catch him. Once he gets right. an open field, you can't catch this now dude. Now he's ridiculous. That one run he had down the sideline when he did that pirouette, I thought it was a touchdown until the replay showed he steps outside. I'm like, oh, my goodness. On a right. second and 27, he took off. I'm like, oh, my goodness. And the Eagles, they couldn't – they could. They had angles on him. He's still running past him down the sideline. I'm Man. like, my goodness. Amazing. I, I mean, <clears throat> by, by the way, I and, and hi to everybody in the chat section. Um, 
and maybe you guys can help me out with this. Uh, you guys, Derek and Barrett and everybody in the chat room. Um, where are our cowboy weasels? Where are they? Where are they at? Was the rock I'm not turned for. over? What's that, dude, to... what's that dude named? What's his name? Texas boy? Or yeah, where where are they at? Uh, I'm just curious where those losers are. You know, were they just um, they oversleep a little bit today, or was it because their team lost in excruciating fashion? I'm, I'm just curious. I'm just throwing that out there. I'm, I'm curious where they are. Look at so, Rob. Rob, you are you, know, you taking on a D gun roll today? Is that I, it? I, I, yeah. I, well, when it comes what? to those losers, yeah, I am. I am. Yeah. So anyway. Um, just curious where they are because they, they do go into hiding. That's for sure. I, I, I will. Let me throw this at you guys first. Before we, we're going to get into everything here. I know it's almost locked in. It's not quite 100% locked in that the Eagles get the one seed, right? I'm not even playing around on Saturday. I'm going all out with everything I've got on Saturday. There is no holding back. Oh, we'll win the next two. Forget that because you never no. know what the heck can happen in this no. league. I'm no, going no. full bore Saturday. If they win, if they win a game, the one seed is locked up. If they Plain win one more game, period, the yeah. number one seed is locked. That's up. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I'm saying yeah. wins, but you can't like. There's already been this notion floated. Ah, just be vanilla. Don't show them anything on Saturday. You Maybe you don't play all again. the starters. Like, yeah. give me a break. No way. No, I mean it's just this is this is Dallas. Philadelphia, Cowboys, ah, da, da. that's, you know, I mean, to think anything other than I'm just going to rip these guys' heads off is, is, you know, you just don't know the way this, this battle has always been since I've been privileged to it is I hate Dallas period. And that's what I'm living by last year. I almost threw up the entire game that we didn't play our starters in the game. I didn't care if it was Dallas, Dallas paid there. They played their starters up and all the way up until the third halfway th- the third quarter their starters played you're right and they were already in the playoffs yep they played their starters until like i mean it was only like four, like seven minutes left in the, yeah, in the third quarter mm-hmm. they played their starters against our backups our backup they already locked up the division so don't tell me it don't mean nothing to them mm-hmm. to beat us so so bear how long how long did it take after you were drafted by the eagles to understand what the dallas eagles rivalry meant when I got off the plane, when I got off the plane, when they flew me up for the draft, the, uh, the draft conversation uh, after we got drafted, I was I was I was fully indoctrinated into Dallas. You know, I had a fan come up to tell me, "Look, you can do two and fourteen, just as long as those two wins are Dallas." That's the type of notion they gave me when I first got here. Nice, you know what I'm saying? So I, I'm not trying to hear anything other than you know, hey. We we gotta beat this Dallas team. And and it does a lot for um it does a lot for how this team approaches any game. You gotta go in, you know, going for their throat, bro. Yeah. It's gotta yeah, be and like I I've heard all this like, well, you don't you could play them in the playoffs. You don't want to show them everything. First of all, there's no guarantee you're playing them in the playoffs. Right. Dallas lost to the Jags yesterday, so there's right. no guarantee you of anything. Secondly, again, you you half step on Saturday and lose. You, you there's no guarantee you beating the Saints or the Giants. Okay, I know. I so know. you know, like take care of it, man. Finish it off. Finish them off. Do it at their place. Send a message. I think the message you would send by beating them in that game and sweeping them in the regular season is more psychologically damaging than the you can't beat a team three times anyway. In my opinion, just just right. where I fall with this. 
I, I think the mess, the definitive message is we beat you here. We beat you there. Yeah. What you got? What you got? Exactly. That's a big cycle. And it's true. There's something to be said for beating a three, team three times in one season. But you know what? Worry about that third time down the road. Same. Finish, finish them off. Finish them off this Saturday. Uh, Derek, yeah, you got we're, to. We're on the same page, man. You, know? you got to finish them, man. You got to. You got to finish them, bro. There's, there's no way around us whooping their ass. Period. No. I don't want to hear anything other than if I'm a starter, I'm playing. BG is playing. Kelsey is playing. Exactly. Exactly. They want to make sure. Yeah. They finish. Jalen Hurts is playing. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And then you know we already have this. This, 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 you know, notion out there. Oh, you know, it's, it's the system. It's not Jalen Hurts. Okay, we gonna see. We gonna see. This is it. We playing at home, and I need an early Christmas gift. I need <laughs> now, that. Give now, me that. By, by <laughs> no, by no, no stretch of the imagination, do I think this will happen because of the way the Eagles go about their business. But if the Eagles, if if Dallas gets on one of those rolls like they did against Minnesota, forty to three, like they beat that beat down on the Colts. See, that's a different mindset now because it's 1-1 and Dallas got their revenge even though they can't win a division. Right. You know, however the game plays out, I don't want to see it be one of these lop- – if it's lopsided for the Eagles, fine, because that's more demoralizing for Dallas. I don't want to see Dallas have one of those days like they did against those other two opponents um, and start beating their chest again because, to be honest with you, I don't care right now. Dallas, Dallas losing that game, they drop down to the five seed. I don't think they're gonna. I think they're gonna be one and done. Whoever they play, to be honest, right? I, yeah, think, I think you have two teams in the NFC that, to me, look like one and done teams. As phenomenal as that comeback was for Minnesota, as I've been telling you guys, Minnesota's been doing this all season. Mm-hmm. Some some point in time, those comebacks are gonna come up, and catch you, and bite you. You think there's six wins that they have on their schedule where they had to come from behind, a fluke interception, a big run, where they won those games. Yeah. You came from 33 points down to win that game. And that, <laughs> that, does, look, that, that doesn't it, happen, dude. It's major props to the Vikings, but it also is is was one of the worst coach games you'll see. This is why you don't hire guys off the street. I know Jeff Saturday played, and I am not disparaging that, but he has not had the coaching experience to be able to handle these situations. And you saw it. You go for the field goal there, not to do a whole thing on that game, but you go for the field goal there, you make it 11 points. You don't try to sneak it with Matt Ryan. No. And you're in a dome in perfect conditions. Your guy buried a 50-yarder before. It's dumb football, man. And that's how you, you crack the door here. I'm not cracking the door for the Cowboys, and I'm not cracking the door no, for anybody else to no. get that one seed. I am. Yeah. I'm putting a kill shot on them if I can do it. I wonder how Matt Ryan feels. Uh, what well, he's been on the short end of two of the most embarrassing losses in his tenure: the Super Bowl against New England, yep, and now this game. Man, I mean, yep. that's that's bad. I think Jeff Saturday just sealed his fate. You know, we've talked about could 100%. he possibly get. The coach, he ain't getting that job. He can't. But Jim Mercy just wacko to do something like that. But you can't give him that job. You got to bring in a qualified coach. Yep. Who knows how to handle situations like that? Right. How, how do you? How do you? How do you even think about giving a guy the job when I mean he he got a, he got out coached in so many facets of the game, man. From time management, player management, understanding how to stop the bleeding. Mm-hmm. Knowing when to throw a flag, knowing not when to throw. I mean, it's, it was so many things that he just he just too young as a coach 
not even a head coach, but too young as a coach, even too young as a coordinator to um to 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 think that you're gonna get away with that. You know what I'm saying? It, yeah. He just he just was outclassed, man. That's all. Yep. Outclassed. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So the other thing with the you know the, it was a 25-20 final for the Eagles. So they're now six and zero in one possession games. So as as much as I I know like the thought is it shouldn't have been this close against the Bears, and I get it. You know they were a three win team, and there were ugly moments. And they turned the ball over three times, and and there were a lot of things going on. But you know I I, I look back at the twenty seventeen team. We tend to forget about the Atlanta game. Do you remember? You know that Atlanta game was really ugly. The the playoff win, the divisional yep. round. Yep. You got to win ugly games. You yep. got to know how to win close, yep. ugly games sometimes. And that's what that's what you use this game for. That's the purpose of this game. To learn from some mistakes, but also know that, hey, we can be down a little bit. We'll be all right. We're going to make mistakes. We'll be all right. Let's try to avoid this or that. And, and you know, in big spots. And that's my takeaway from this is you won on the road against a team throwing the kitchen sink at you. And, and you did what you had to do. When you had to make plays, you made plays. Same thing um, happened in Minnesota. Minnesota learned how to win. They learned how to win ugly. They learned how to win at the last minute. So they came back and they won that game because they had experience of doing it. It was a learning experience for this Eagles team. No matter what happens, mm-hmm. they will always be in it. At no point did I think that they were going to lose this game. No mm-hmm. point. I prime knew they were going to win the game. Primetime players step up and make primetime plays. Da, 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 Play the center. And they made primetime plays. I, I look at that third and six when you're thinking, okay, they're just going to pick up you know, some, the necessary yards to keep the drive moving. Oh, no, he goes up top and goes deep. Mm-hmm. I mean, a perfect ball. And you're thinking, what if the ball had been a yard or two this way? It's out of bounds. What if the defender recovers you from his arm incomplete? Now you're looking at fourth and six. You give the ball back to Chicago. But the quarterback makes a heck of a throw. The receiver makes a catch. Boom, they at the one. Touchdown and go up against two-point conversion, go up by 12. That was a huge difference in the game. Yeah, you know, huge. It was because I would say, I would say, you let a wounded animal in the NFL stick around long enough in the fourth quarter and think they can beat you. Mm-hmm. Lo and behold, they'll find mm-hmm. a way to bite you on the yeah. backside. I mean, Chicago didn't have the weapons, but they made that game interesting because of their running game. You know, um, and for whatever reason, even though the Eagles knew this kid was going to run, he needed 95 yards to crack a thousand yards. I mean, Hassan Reddick should have had at least four or five sacks, but He's that dude. That dude was Houdini. That one, yep. but he ducked under Reddick and took off. I mean, my goodness, mm-hmm. you know. But you know, the bottom line is, you, you won. Like I, I look at it this double. way: the Cowboys lost in overtime to the Jaguars. I know the Jags are playing way better, but still, they were up big and they fell apart and they lost that game. It took the Chiefs overtime against the Texans, right, to win their game. Just look around the league at the stuff that happens week to week. It's its own chapter. Every single week, I know, you know, the Eagles are heavy favorites or nine-point favorites. It doesn't matter. It, it, it It's a week-to-week league, man, and it's hard to win every week. Like, you're not going to win the way the Eagles have won the last couple of weeks where you're just killing teams and, and your right. starters are right. out of the game in the fourth quarter. It just doesn't work that way. As much as it looked like it was going to work that way on paper, it just – the reality is it doesn't. Bro, it is so hard to win games in the NFL. People don't understand how the parity in the league – it's so close. It is. And an injury here or a, 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 a mindset, not even not even a, um, a player, but a mindset of what a player is can take you over the top. A lot of these guys, man, go out there playing like, all right, situational football, understanding who your opponent is, what your opponent brings to the table. 
They just go out there and pick up Harris. Now, Harris is a cover safety. You know he's in shape. He just came from a roster, you know, so it's not like he has. he's not in playing shape. Right. He could have played that game. But what do the Eagles do? Gannon says, all right, I'm not going to put him in right now. I don't need a covered safety. I need a box safety. I need a safety that can go out there and hang around on um line of scrimmage, make plays, sure tackler. Well, that's what Kayvon Wallace is. He couldn't cover you with a blanket, but he can go up there, come and lay a hit, go up there and make some plays in the line of scrimmage, play within the box. So they they just all right, then we're just gonna go with him. We went into this game with two safeties. Two safeties. Yep. And Kayvon Wallace played well enough for us to win the game, man. So that just goes to show they they understand who they need and how they need to use them. And it worked out for them that this is the game. This is a Kayvon Wallace game. He had eight tackles, seven or eight tackles this game. And all of them were crucial tackles and, and, and timely tackles that he made. Yeah. You look at the last three games, the Eagles are everybody's Super Bowl for these last three games. Yep. And, and Rob is right. You mess around. You mess around and lose to Dallas. As, as lame as the Saints have been, that's not a guarantee. You're gonna beat the Saints. They have the weapons, and the Saints still have life. And the Giants yeah. right now are one win away from the playoffs, but we don't know if they will have that clinch by then. So exactly. both teams could have something to play for here. I never thought the Giants would beat Washington in Washington. I didn't be either. honest. <laughs> I never thought that. I mean, I tell you, that just goes to show you how crazy this league is. Absolutely. Yep. I mean, this week, this weekend, <clears throat> did you did you? And I know we're gonna talk more in depth about it. I never thought. The, the 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 Dolphins could go in there 19 degree weather, 20 inches of snow. Hold their own. And they held their own. They could have very easily won. I mean, they put up 29 points in Buffalo, and Raheem Mostert ran up all up and down Buffalo's defense. You know, um, the, the, Barrett, we talk about this all the time. The, the difference between winning and losing across the league on a weekly basis is, is so, so minute. Yep, and a lot of times it does come down to available talent, but look at how many games where fluke plays have decided that that dumb play the Saint uh, New Orleans made, I'm not, uh, New England made is. I'm like, are you kidding me? Are, are you are you right? You, come on, you man. know it's just. But the whole league has been like that all season long. I look at this Bears team. Five of their games were decided by five points or less. They're right there. They're like the Detroit Lions of last year. They're right there. They just don't have the people to finish the job. Now look at this Lions team a year later. They start off one and six, could have very easily folded tent and just played out the season. All of a sudden, they're at the door of the playoffs. Mm -hmm. They've gone six and one over the last seven. Yep. You know, it's just a matter of, Getting on a roll at the right time and having things fall your way. Exactly. It, it's it's so minute. The Eagles, the Eagles have to continue to go about their business as they have to get to this point of 13 and one. But just know that everybody's swinging at you a little bit harder. Everybody's punching at you a little bit stronger to try to knock you off that pedestal. It, yeah. It's it's gonna be interesting because you know, I don't think I don't think they're gonna go one and two in the last two games. I don't think I, I'm not if when we get to Friday, I'm not picking against the Eagles down in Dallas. No, I'm they're not under, picking they're against underdogs, the Eagles. by the way, for the first oh, time no. all year. What is it like one one point underdog? It's, it's one like or that? two depending on where you're where you're shopping here. That, that is, is crazy okay. to me, man. Yeah. I'm not surprised one bit, Bear. I'm not surprised. That is so crazy. I, and I went off on a post game show last night about that, man. The total disrespect that this this 
Not, and I thought it was just ESPN, man. But it's more I than told just ESPN. You, that's it's why I asked you guys ESPN. the question last week. Why is there so much disdain for Philadelphia outside of Philadelphia? I've been here 25 plus years, and it's just it just continues to flabbergast me. And Rob, you being a native Philadelphian, um, I thought you would have an answer, but I don't understand it. Jay well, I, I'll give you my. I, I think we take okay. the bait. I think we 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 go. We lose our minds when, even though we say we we don't care, we care. I think there's that. I think it's because it's the Cowboys, and I think they know that no matter what they do, or typically, if you're just talking about this specifically, I think it's the Cowboys because they always had them ranked ahead of the Eagles. I think they know it's going to get people on both sides reacting. Cowboys fans are going to love it, and those who hate the Cowboys are going to lose their mind too, Derek. I think it plays into it. I don't think it's an honest assessment of what they feel. I think they're trying to to, to attract clicks and attention. It works for us. And it works. But it's not, but it's not just this week. It's consistently yeah. for years. You know, Jalen Hurts on the outside looking in, you know, he's not the odds on favorite to win the MVP. What? I mean, look at all look at all the polls. <laughs> okay, what? Eagles 13 and 1, Dallas is 10 and what, 10 and 4? Mm-hmm. You gonna tell Dallas is favorite? Are you kidding me? Mm-hmm. It's just a constant disrespect day week in and week out, year in, even in 2017, nobody predicted that team would do what they did. Mm-hmm. All right. You know, even in the latter part of the season when they were controlling the NFC, people picked the Rams over the Eagles, so on and so forth. They kept it. And of course, the Rams won that game because Carson got hit, hurt. But even then, people were still disrespecting the Eagles. No way they do this with Nick Foles. They don't have a Pro Bowl left tackle. They can't do this. It's always something with the outside perspective when they hone in on Philadelphia, more so than New York, Boston, D.C., Chicago, Dallas. I just, I've just never been able to figure this out about Philadelphia. I got you. I got you. All right, let's come back. We'll dive into the Eagles defense first. Uh, It was a defense that yesterday racked up six sacks that now is 55 on the season um, compared to 29 last year. Uh, And we'll we'll give some guys some individual love here, but it was also a challenge with what Justin Fields brings to the table. So we'll do defense, then we'll do offense. Marshall Harris, is going to be joining us. We had Marshall on on Friday, caused some stir, predicted the uh, Bears would win. We'll see. Uh, we'll see what the spin is. Even though they didn't, they played tough. We'll talk yeah. to Marshall at one. He'll have some spin. You know he will. Uh, so we're looking forward to talking to Marshall. And then at two o'clock, we'll do our NFL segment. It was a even by like I said, NFL standards. This was an insane week that we just saw. I mean, there's still one more game tonight, but it was an insane Thursday to Saturday to Sunday. Just just wild all around. So we'll dive into that coming up at 2 o'clock. We'll get into some other stuff uh, a little bit later, too. Sixers, some Flyers stuff, some some Phillies announcements, some extensions made, uh, birthdays, movies, all that. So don't go anywhere. It is a Monday, and the Eagles won yet again, 13-1 and on the season. Barrett Brooks, Derek Gunn, I'm Rob Ellis. We are Sports Take, Jacob Sports YouTube Network. All right, time for me to tell you about my guy, Jim Murray and Principal Financial Group. Yes, Finding that right person, finding the person to trust, find the person who is going to invest your money the right way, right? It can be a challenge, can be, can be hard, and it's critical. We know how important that is. I found the right person, and it's Jim and it's Principal Financial Group. For you, it could be any of the above, retirement planning, 401k review, insurance review. You might have a small business. You're trying to set up your employee benefits. could be something else as well, and Jim is a great person to consult to uh, just kind of throw questions at him, bounce things off of him. I know I personally have entrusted my IRA, my 401k to him, and I couldn't be any happier. You will be as well. 
You can reach out to him. Uh, just give him a call. 610-996-4751. 610-996-4751. You can email him as well. Murray, M-U-R-R-A-Y dot Jim at principal.com. That's Murray dot Jim at principal.com. Post game show with Seth Joyner. I knew that they had a running game. Derek Gunn. He has put in the effort. Devin Caney. Had we not won the Super Bowl, what would we be saying? And Mike Missanelli. Well, you know how Philly is. Post game, now streaming on the 6ABC family of apps. greatest fans on earth it's a bold statement but would you expect anything less from philadelphia 58 years of heartache creates a toughness a grit a resolve not found in most sure our prayers were answered but now that we've had a taste we're looking for more pondly hockey official partner of the philadelphia eagles Number one, Jeff D'Ambrosio, Destination Downingtown is rolling back prices for a December to remember. For a limited time, you can own, not lease, brand new 2023 Jeep Wranglers for only $39.95 or $339 per month. New Rams starting at only $39.95 or new Ram 1500 Bighorn Crew Cabs $189 per month. Zero down can deliver. Get the price you want, the selection you need, and the VIP treatment you deserve. Jeff D'Ambrosio, Destination Downingtown, big finish sales event. Did you know taxes could be your biggest expense during retirement? Are most of your assets in tax-deferred accounts like IRAs and 401ks? Taxes are historically low today, but we're facing significant headwinds in the future. Do you have a plan? The Thrive Financial Team has more than 100 years of experience helping people across the Delaware Valley with forward-looking tax planning. Learn how to shift your money from forever tax to no or low tax accounts. Get your Thrive Retirement Tax Playbook today. Go for the beers, go for the cheers, go for the hit and the hits, go for the scene, go for the screens, go for the gallery, go for the win, go to ocean. Welcome back in, everybody. Thanks for hanging out with us on this Monday. Along with Derek Gunn, Barrett Brooks, I am Rob Ellis. Hope you're doing well. I hope you had a great weekend. We appreciate everybody hanging out with us, everybody streaming, everybody watching, everybody listening, everybody in the chat section. Let's hit that like button, folks. We do appreciate you very much. That's for sure. All right, guys, let's look at the defensive side of the ball. Now, 20 points allowed. Pretty decent number, you know, at, at the end of the day. Um, there were a few moments where, you know, like we said, Justin Fields just made some insane plays uh, on his own and and really kept plays alive and, and 
made big plays down the field. It was unbelievable. But, you know, you, you look back at, at, at the day itself, they end up getting six sacks, two Reddick, two Hargrave, two Sweat. Reddick's at 12 for the year. Hargrave's at 10. Sweat, nine and a half. Brandon Graham's at eight and a half. Uh, as a team, they have 55, which is first. They had 29 last year. They have 3.8 per game, which is first. Um, the the pass rush was something that was an objective to fix. They went out and got Hassan Reddick. Let's start with him, man. I mean, this has been one of the all-time great free agent signings the Eagles have ever made. Almost oh. unblockable. Almost unblockable in the aspect. I mean, he is so quick off the ball. His second and third move, his hand placement, the way he hand fights. Um, he, he's, he's, he's taking it to another level because you have to allocate resources to him, which is allowing everybody else to eat. You send a line his, excuse me, you send a line his way and he's fast enough to still beat you on the outside. I did not, they didn't have an answer to him. They didn't have, he should have had five sacks at least, but you know, the quarterback's so good. Now a guy like Dak Prescott, he's not going anywhere. He'll be right there. Yeah. They may break the clock as far as uh, sacks. You know, I, they'll, I know they have way more than, than six sacks against Dak. Mm-hmm. The Eagles have done an incredible job feasting on an inferior offensive lines all season long. They have they have utilized that to their ability. Um, the thing that impresses me most about a Hassan Reddick is when his first burst off the ball, He and I've watched it closely for two weeks now, he does an incredible job setting up an offensive tackle to make that tackle think he's going to do one move and do something completely get different to get that edge on him. Like he'll fake like he's going to the inside and slap it to the outside. He'll do that slap to the outside and get around him. Or he'll fake like he's going outside and go right up under him and stuff. Um, and, you know, teams that study this stuff, it's amazing how they still can't counter for it with him. And most teams are still dumb enough to just have a one-on-one situation, a, a tackle one-on-one against Hassan Reddick. I haven't seen many teams try to chip Reddick, to be honest with you. They've left him on an island, and he's and he's he's become hell to deal with for opposing offensive tackles. Yeah. He really has, man. And you, you look at his numbers, and I found this pretty cool yesterday, uh, Barrett. Your uh, your partner on uh, on your NBC, one of your partners on NBC Sports Philadelphia, Ron Jaworski, put this tweet out there regarding Reddick. How about this? Since 2020, so you know, 20, 21, 22, three last three years, QB sacks. You got Miles Garrett and TJ Watt who were tied to 41 and a half. You know who's second behind them? Hassan Reddick at mm-hmm. 35 and a half. <laughs> Most forced fumbles in that time span. Hassan Reddick has 12. He's first. Shaq Leonard, 11. Aaron Donald, 9. Not only, and we saw it again yesterday, he not only gets the strip, gets the recovery too yesterday. This dude is, is around the ball. He's, of course, when you get sacks, you're going to get strip sacks sometimes, but he it's not just you know on strip sacks. He's a guy who will punch the ball loose. He's an opportunistic player. Barrett, you pointed out earlier in the year, man, just play him at defensive end and let's not worry about his size and all that other stuff. This dude has a nose for the quarterback, period. Bro, for a long time, everybody kept saying, what are we going to do to make Hassan um, Reddick a better player? You know, how how are we going to move him around? You know, I said, no, 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 no. We're going about it the wrong way. They tried that in, 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 in Arizona. Then they put him at defensive end with the Panthers, and he blossomed. This year, just put him on one side and let him go. Or just leave him where he's going to be at and just let him go. 
You know what I'm saying? And that's all you had to do. Just let him go feast. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and that's what they're doing. They're letting him stay on that side, rush the passer against inferior pass. Usually you put your best pass rush on the left side. You say your left side um, is where you put the premier pass rushers. You know, you put guys because it's the blind side of the quarterback. Well, they say, you know what, I'm going to put you right in front of them. I want you, want you to see you have, see him coming in your face. But he gets off so quick that the quarterback does see it happening. And then the guys on the other side are, are feasting because of it. The guys on the inside are feasting uh, because of it. Because it makes, it makes the quarterback play frenetically. And now you can't get a beat on what's going on down the field because you're so worried about what's going on in front of you. Mm. So it's, it's, it's great how they play him, and he's taking full advantage of it. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. You're, you're dead on. You're dead on. And he's been amazing. And it's not just him. You know, we talk a lot about how Jordan Davis and or maybe drafting somebody because you're going to lose your two defensive tackles, Fletcher Cox and Javon Hargrave. We might need to re-examine Javon Hargrave walking out the door. This guy's playing the best football of his career. He can't go. Yeah. He, he's one of the he, – who, Wait, who like can't go? Javon Hargrave. Hargrave. Hi, well, who? okay, let me ask you this then. You said he can't go after this season. Is that what you're saying? I don't want him to go, yeah. Okay, then – Let's prioritize. Who do you keep? You're not keeping everybody. Right. Who do you, who do you, who do you keep? Well, if you look at it, you got C.J. Garner Johnson. Yep. You got Bradbury. Yep. T.J. Edwards. You got Hargraves. And Fletcher Cox. And Fletcher Cox. You can only keep two. Okay, so put them in chronological order. Who's at the top of the pecking order? Bradbury. I agree. Is one. Um, boy. Who's who's two? I mean, who's even one? I mean, I I, I I said Bradbury because very few teams have two lockdown corners. Mm. Those that's that's a premium nowadays if you have two lockdown corners in this passing game that we watch. Who do you, who's number two? I, I tell you, I might go Bradbury Hargrave. Uh, I, I, I know I've moved on this a little bit. I it's hard. More than CJ? I think more than TJ. I I think they can get three back. TJ? I think they can bring three back. If, if, depends on how they win and if they decide to give uh, Hertz his money. They could very easily franchise Hertz. Now, it'll cost them a pretty penny, but it's a lot cheaper to franchise him for one year than it is to give him that monster contract right now. You know what we're going to start seeing real soon? Is is c- contracts being converted into like signing bonuses and stuff? Oh, I know, oh, I know. That's coming. Well, you look That's at look coming. at look at coach. You know, coach is saying TJ and Bradbury. I think more so like TJ and Bradbury. Also, I have TJ almost being number one. Um, why you have Nicobe Dean waiting in the wings? Well, we still have um, Kazir White. He'll take Kazir White's place. You could technically with two first round picks, you could draft the linebacker of the future. You could draft the safety of the future. I mean, you look at I look at what Joe Douglas did with the Jets with those three first round picks he got. He went out and got an edge a, rusher, a, an edge rusher, an, an elite uh, cornerback, and what was the third one? A, a running back? No, a receiver isn't. Receiver? No, he got a corner. He got a corner. He got um. He got the kid from Florida State, didn't he? Yeah, Jermaine Johnson. Jermaine Johnson. And then he got he got one more. What was it? 
that's gonna drive me nuts. Wilson, there. was it Wilson? The Garrett receiver, Wilson. Wilson. Garrett receiver Wilson. out of that's Ohio State. Receiver. Yes. Yeah, Wilson. Yeah, yeah. They got he got the receiver. Yeah, I knew he got the receiver. So yeah, that's that's that's, that's that's awful tough, man. Because okay, he got up. He got Sauce Gardner. He got Garrett Wilson and Jermaine Johnson. Yeah, so he got the DN cornerback of the future, and both of them have played well. And he got an incredible wide receiver. Yeah, so so when you look at the Eagles situation, you have a quarterback that you're going to have to address. And even if they don't give him that mega contract in 2023, you're still going to increase his his pay. Number one, you are looking at four other potential players. When you Hargrave, Kazir White, C.J. Bradbury, T.J. Edwards, everybody's not wearing an Eagles uniform in 23. Sure. Yeah, some of these guys aren't going to be here. No. Plain and simple. They're just not. No. Yeah, that's a fact. Yeah, you got to get cheaper. You got to get bro, cheaper. But, but that's, that's hard right now, man. Like it's a tough to say, and I think it's something we can we can revisit for sure. But um, it's it's a good discussion for you know no doubt. The guys, they're seven sacks away from the all time record from tying yep. it. What sixty two? Sixty two is the is 62? the all time mark for, uh, for a team. They um they said it in nineteen eighty nine. That was Reggie and Clyde Simmons and that crew. Um, you know that's pretty remarkable. They might go. They might. They might get over sixty from twenty nine the year before. Wow! Wow! This made me. This may be the first time that you ever have a team with four double digit sack guys. That's correct. Yep. It's never yep. happened in NFL history. You, you've already got two, and you, you're one that's a half away, and one's a, a sack and a half away. I'm, I'm glad you brought up sacks. My question is: Does Brandon Graham get double digits finally for the first time in his career? Oh. Yes. Wait, 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 wait. I'm glad you said that, Mr. Brooks, because I pulled up the numbers, okay? Go back to 17 when it was a given that he was going to get um, 10, 10 sacks, okay? So on December 3rd of 2017, they played Seattle. He had one and a half sacks that game, gave him eight and a half. On the 10th of December, he got none against the Rams. On the 17th versus the Giants, he got one. And on the Christmas day against Oakland, he got zero, ended up with nine and a half. So where is he right now? He had three against the Giants on, on December December 11th. They put him at eight and a half. None against Chicago. He still has Dallas, New Orleans, and the Giants. Mm-hmm. Now, the, the New Orleans has only given up 30 sacks this year. Dalton has been sacked only 18 times, considering how inconsistent he's played. The Giants – or the Dallas Cowboys are as basically his options. I agree. So will he get to ten? Will he get to ten? Yeah. Now the funny thing is, I gotta I gotta meet up with Brandon at five thirty later today. He's gonna do a favor for me before he does his show at Chickies and Peace. So I text him. I said, "Dude, will you please get these ten sacks so we can stop talking about this?" <laughs> he goes, "Oh, I know it, and it'll come when it's supposed to happen." Yeah. I'm like, "What does that mean?" Wow. You know. But he should have had a couple. He he should have had a couple yesterday. But Brandon Graham ain't catching J- Justin Fields off that edge. That's not a great yeah, matchup for BG. No, that that no, one. Look, he's no. hard on anybody to bring down. Not, not yeah, just Brandon. Exactly. Let me, let's be clear. Uh, and and look again. I go back to this. Sometimes you tip your hat. Sometimes people are extraordinary. Like Justin Fields is an extraordinary athlete. You, you know, like we could sit here and say, "Oh, you got to form tackle him better and bring him down." Okay, I mean, maybe. But he's doing this every week. There's a reason why this guy's over a thousand yards. He's unbelievable. 
and he's going to be there's going to be hell to pay when that dude gets some help. Oh my goodness! Uh, but they're oh, not they're goodness. not there yet, you know. And he made it difficult. He did, and the Eagles made it difficult on themselves early with some mistakes. Um, and and late, well, you know, Miles was in the second half on the, with, with the fumble, which we haven't seen all year from him, by the way. First fumble no, for Miles no. Sanders this year. Jalen had only thrown three picks all year. This was not this was uncharacteristic, you know. One of them is on Quez Watkins. By the way, Quez Watkins has to be better. Can we, I mean, can we just talk about that for a second here? Yes. Yeah, He's got to be better, period. Not just that, that pattern, why, but with everything. That explains why he doesn't get more looks. Right, as, right. as fast as he looks. is, you got to earn it, dude. And I thought this would be his breakout year. And we keep talking about why does Quez not get more looks? And now we know why. You know, he still hasn't <laughs> he still hasn't excelled to that level. He hasn't he hasn't I don't think he's elevated his game. And I'm not talking about just catching the ball, yep. but in terms of route running, being a, being more assertive uh, in, in the 50 50 balls, things like that. He still has not taken that next step yet. Yeah. You yeah. know, which I'm sure is frustrating for a coaching staff. Yeah, and they're trying to get him involved too. Yeah, they like, are probably too yeah. much in, in my estimation, but that's but, that's a different but, discussion. But going going back to what I had asked you guys before, prioritizing defensive personnel, uh, and, and, and just looking at what the Jets did, I could see I could see this team and Bradbury is gonna want a lot of money. I could see the team using that fit what fifth overall pick to take a cornerback. Um Kazir White may want too much money. I could see him using that. Second pick in the draft, take a linebacker or take the linebacker first, cornerback second. I can see that happening. <clears throat> you know, um, I, I'm, I'm with Rob in terms of I think Bradbury is the priority here. But what is the Eagles cap on how much they want to pay a cornerback when you're already paying Darius Slay a lot of money? Yeah. I mean, very few teams put that kind of investment into two cornerbacks. It's the luck of the draw a lot of times that you got one you brought in paid and then you have one already in the fold who's a premium cornerback you have at a decent price. I can't see them paying two cornerbacks that kind of money when they have so many other concerns to worry about. What's what brings us to what is the Eagles' biggest need come draft time? We are talking about draft yeah. time and everything. Well, I know, what is but, the biggest need, you know? I mean, look pretty much balanced everywhere, you know, and balance being the key. Um, So many free agents – yeah, uh, you know, I'm, I'm gonna hold that back. You know, their their uh, need is gonna be uh, yeah. their need's gonna be whoever walks. Like if it's if it's yeah. Bradbury, the, the need becomes corner. If it's Kaiser White, it maybe it becomes linebacker. If it's Hargrave and Cox, it becomes tackle. The type be to team up with with Davis. If CJ walks, it's safety. So I think it's it could be any of the above. That that's a fluid situation for, for what the in my and opinion, we haven't even talked about Miles possibly walking out that door. That's true too. And, and yeah. let's face it, as much as we like. Boston Scott and, and Gainwell, there's not a number one out of those two. No. So, no, right. You know, you would need a number one if that's the case, you know, for sure. Um, I thought generally yesterday they did a nice job um, for the most part defensively. There were a couple, a couple of moments, a couple hiccups here and there, um, you know, but all in all, hard to complain with a whole lot. Um, did you guys find any fault with anybody in particular or did anybody else stand out besides the guys we just talked about on the defensive line? No, other other than other than doing a little bit better job of trying to c- contain um, Justin Fields, but they still got him for six sacks. Yeah. Outside of that, letting him escape at times, that was the only thing. <clears throat> you know, uh, his escapability was the reason why they were able to stay in that game. 
they gave up 140, what, 144 yards rushing, something like that. <clears throat> but when you got a quarterback like Justin Fields, obviously those numbers are going to be inflated. Um, outside of that, Chicago didn't have any receivers you had to worry about going deep uh, with two, two of their prime pass catchers out. Um, the running game, David Montgomery is decent running back, but he, he was he was their third leading back and not their second. Right. Well, yeah. So outside of that, yeah. you're right. You're right. Um, I, I just don't see at this point that we have anything that we need to worry about, you know, as far as, you know, us stopping that Dallas run game. All right. We were, I mean, we were actually last as far as quarterbacks rushing and containing quarterbacks in their rushing. We were last. I think we gave up like almost nine yards to opposing quarterbacks mm. that are that, that are running, have the ability to run. Mm. But I don't think we could have lost to anybody else. We, we were going to allow David Montgomery to do it. Uh, if anybody, you know, we would we would let Fields do it. But I didn't think, you know, he had enough, he could do enough to beat us. You know, if he if he if we let him have a hundred yards, he had ninety five. We'd right. still win the game. So I was comfortable with that. Mm-hmm. But I mean, this week Tony Pollard, man, he's if that's we can let dude. him get going, he's a that's special. That dude. That could be the key yeah. to the game. Yeah, that's that's dude. Because it opens dude. up the pass too. Because now you yes. can't you you got to take your eye off and and I'll tell you what, crossing routes hurt this Eagles team, and that's what CD. I'm Lamb glad does. you said that. I'm glad you said that. You know, it does. You know, he. He uh he de- he he definitely you know what I'm saying can run crossing routes and he's very good at it too, very very good at it. Well, not just him, but that kid Noah Brown is pretty good at those crossing routes also. Exactly. Yep. You know, now he made the gaffe yesterday where he should have caught that ball and flipped it up in the air, touchdown, <clears throat> touchdown Jacksonville game over. But he's he's really coming to his own. You know, mm-hmm. um, I think I think Dak trusts him in a lot of cases more so than Michael Gallup right now. And Gallup's a pretty good receiver. So, yeah, yep. but but Dallas, CD Lamb, and, and Noah Brown really good at those crossing routes. And let's face it, crossing routes are difficult for any team to defend. Mm-hmm. I thought the Eagles' best defensive stance yesterday, which which to me really helped decide the outcome of this game, was Chicago was at the fourteen yard line, and and Fields got sacked twice in that series and forced Chicago to punt. If they get three or seven on that drive, it's a little bit different game then. Oh, no question. But they yeah. pushed him out of they pushed him out of field goal range. <clears throat> didn't like Are you talking about there. the one at the end of the half, Gunner? Yeah, you know. Yeah, to me that the Eagles turn it's it huge. over. They get the stop. <clears throat> don't give anything up. They get the sack, which pushes them out of field goal range. They thought mm-hmm. he might still attempt. Mm-hmm. Then they go down and score. That was a huge was moment huge. in the game. Yes. Hundred yeah. percent. Yeah. Um, a lot of the times, man, when I when I look at defensively. I don't know if you would call it blitzing, but they send five a lot of times on on on, on rundowns. That's because it's a five man uh, defensive line, right? So it's not really a blitz, but you could actually technically call it a blitz because um, I guess they only think it's blitzing when they have their four man front end. But they, I mean, they 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 make sure you man up, man to man on it. That's why they will run those games that they ran because you had to respect. That uh that fifth man coming and he just happened to be a defensive lineman. Mm-hmm. They ran games so well yesterday. They set up tackles, you know. What I mean, because those tackles would jump out, especially against you know on the outside. They would jump out because they had to get out there real fast. 
and those interior guys like Fletcher Cox and Hargrove would blow up that tackle, hit him, blindside him from the inside, and he'd be scot-free. And then the defense end would end up scot-free because, you know, the, the guard couldn't get off on him that was looping in the inside. Mm-hmm. So they, they showed some significant um, progressions in, in, in their in their twist-stunt game <sighs> yesterday. Yeah, I, 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 I know it was a, a sweats two sacks. I thought they did more twisted stunts than they've done in quite some time. There's a yesterday. lot of it. Maybe it was something they I saw with the Bears. Shocked. Yeah, yeah I, I was yeah. shocked with that. I, I'll but, tell you that just real quick to, to, on the Cowboys thing. I, I, I saw the stat. I meant to throw this at you guys earlier. You guys realize it's week 10? Dak's got nine interceptions. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's a, I mean, that is a boatload of interceptions, man. Yep. So if you can contain that run game, force him to throw, you're going to get picks. Like you're going to get turnovers, and that's going to that could that could flip that game completely on its ear. Absolutely. On Saturday, and that's going to be a big deal, man, for sure. Um, all right, we're going to come back. We're going to talk about the offensive side of the ball because it was a, at times a struggle. We still saw some good things, and they were able to put some things together, but it was kind of an up and down day from an offensive perspective. We'll get into that when we come back again. One thirty. Marshall Harris is going to join us. Marshall was. Uh, Marshall was feeling good about his squad, his his Bears, uh, although he would contest, I say, and be saying that. But the Bears on uh, on Friday. Hey, uh, make sure fact, make sure you ask Marshall. See, Marshall is not a Bears fan. Ever since I've known know. Marshall, yeah. he has told you who his team is. Ask Marshall who his team is and why. Okay, uh, when we get him on. All right, we will do that. So Marshall at one thirty, but uh, we'll we'll have a little fun with Marshall at one thirty. Two o'clock, our NFL segment. Lot in store uh, for you. Don't go anywhere. Come back. Eagles offense. Derek Barrett, Rob. We're Sports Take, Jacob Sports YouTube Network. All right, we're going to talk about proaction restoration. Yeah, proaction restoration is the place that you reach out to if your home or your business has gone through the inconvenience of a water, fire, smoke, mold damage, you name it, across the board. Proaction is on call 24 hours, seven days a week. I've gone through it on a Saturday, called them in the morning. They were over there right away, cleaned it up, diagnosed the problem. The crew was professional. Price was reasonable. It was uh, an amazing, helpful, uh, sigh of relief kind of experience. Proaction is licensed, bonded, fully insured. They've been serving the tri-state area for more than two decades. They will work in conjunction with your insurance company also. So think about it. Water, fire, smoke, mold remediation. You name it, they can handle it. Give them a call, 610-623-3760, 610-623-3760, or online at ProActionRestoration.com. That's ProActionRestoration.com. Post Game Show with Seth Joyner. I knew that they had a running game. Derek Gunn. He has put in the effort. Devin Caney. Had we not won the Super Bowl, what would we be saying? And Mike Missanelli. Well, you know how Philly is. Post Game, now streaming on the 6ABC family of apps. greatest fans on earth it's a bold statement but would you expect anything less from philadelphia 
58 years of heartache creates a toughness, a grit, a resolve not found in most. Sure, our prayers were answered, but now that we've had a taste, we're looking for more. Pondley Hockey, official partner of the Philadelphia Eagles. Number one, Jeff D'Ambrosio, Destination Downingtown is rolling back prices for a December to remember. For a limited time, you can own, not lease, brand new 2023 Jeep Wranglers for only $39.95 or $339 per month. New Rams starting at only $39.95 or new Ram 1500 Bighorn Crew Cabs $189 per month. Zero down can deliver. Get the price you want, the selection you need, and the VIP treatment you deserve. Jeff D'Ambrosio, Destination Downingtown, big finish sales event. Did you know taxes could be your biggest expense during retirement? Are most of your assets in tax-deferred accounts like IRAs and 401ks? Taxes are historically low today, but we're facing significant headwinds in the future. Do you have a plan? The Thrive Financial Team has more than 100 years of experience helping people across the Delaware Valley with forward-looking tax planning. Learn how to shift your money from forever tax to no or low tax accounts. Get your Thrive Retirement Tax Playbook today. Go for the beers, go for the cheers, go for the hit and the hits, go for the scene, go for the screens, go for the gallery, go for the win, go to ocean. We're back. What's up, everybody? Thanks for hanging with us. We're Sports Take, Jacob Sports YouTube Network, with you on this Monday, Victory Monday, as the Eagles take care of business over the Bears. Not always pretty, but the bottom line is the result, and they win 25-20 over Chicago. I I, I got to hit you guys with this. I know it was cold. I know it was windy, and that can affect things, and I, I want to get into the weather in a second. But but the first question I have for you guys is, I don't. I, I frankly don't understand – and it, it for a guy who's played as well as he has, and just to keep some balance here, I don't understand Miles Sanders not getting the ball until you know six twenty eight, six thirty four left in the second quarter. Uh, I, I have no explanation for that, especially on a day when you know your quarterback maybe isn't on his A game. It's windy, it's cold. How does that happen? I don't get I, it. I, I I kind of understand. What happened? I kind of understand. In the first half, they wanted RPOs to be run. So for the most part, those RPOs dictated from Jalen's read that he should keep the ball instead of handing it off. And that's by design. I thought that that's why that's how Chicago would 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 come in and defend it. They would slant the end or have the end crash, which would dictate that Jalen Hurts would pull it. Then they would scrape the linebacker, have the linebackers read the quarterback then, and they were able to come up and make a play. Now they'd make a play three yards down the film, but that's a uh, around the field, but that's three yards in which Jalen would get a nice little stick too, a nice little butt up, and he'd get hit. So that's by design that they did that. Now, what you can do as an offensive coordinator is to run less RPOs and just hand the ball off to to you know, to Miles Sanders. And that would dictate that he would get the read instead of taking the read 
uh, he would get the ball instead of taking the read and, and having Jalen read it, and they were making him and forcing him to keep the ball. So they could have changed it up that way, but I don't think that it was – I'm not going to say that it was um, a total, you know, the total intention of this team to have him run 17 times. Mm. We said 17 times in the in the Detroit game was too much, especially now when it's cold – uh, late in the season, your body's Everything already taking bangs more. Yep. Yeah, you know, your body's not even healthy right now, mm-hmm. not as healthy as it was back then. That you you'll have your quarterback taking 17 hits. Yeah, and, but, and some but, nasty ones. But but bear, um, this Bears defense is giving up 146 yards a game rushing. I've I've said in the postgame show, if they'd have come out and established the ground game, this game would have been over by halftime. Yep. To be honest, it would have been as close as it would have. You have a thousand yard rusher and he doesn't touch the ball until it's 628. I'm looking at my stats during the postgame show. I'm like, how's that possible? Yeah, it can't happen. How's that possible? You can- call a traditional run play and take it out of Jalen's hands where he might keep it. Well, that, and that's what I'm saying. How's it possible? It's not supposed to be possible, but there it was. You know, it, it, it played out in front of us. And that's the problem that we're facing when you when you have a quarterback that's as gifted as as, as Jalen is at using everything, his reads, his intangibles, and everything else. Yeah. He's just he's just a weapon that, you know, it's almost it's almost too, you know, too good of a weapon to have. Like protect him against himself, Barrett. That's why you call it traditional run. Well, I mean, he's not gonna do it. He, he's not gonna do it. Jalen's not gonna want to do it. Jalen wants to be the reason that we have success. He 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 wants to put the uh the majority of pressure on himself as opposed to putting it on somebody else. Put it like that. Okay. I, I guess you, man. Barrett, you and you and I have disagreed on this all season long. So on a cold day like this, you got the, the quarterback running the ball 17 times. And did you saw the text that I sent all of you guys this morning about what my lava said, right? Yep. Yep. <clears throat> I mean it was one point he took that hit to the face. He, he slid, but before he slid, he got stuck in the face. And what did my lotta say? You just know, stay down. Just stay, stay down. down. And he, he said, give down. me he the goes, bleep up. Give me the bleep up. Okay. Yep. And, I, and I keep – if you're going to run this quarterback, okay, run him to the outside. And I understand sometimes you have to take off out of necessity. Mm-hmm. I get that. But when you're calling design runs for your quarterback in the middle and you got middle linebackers sitting and waiting to zero in on – that's with any quarterback, that's not just Jalen. Eventually, somebody's going to catch you with mm-hmm. that shot. And somebody, let's face it, how many unnecessary roughness calls have we seen on quarterbacks in the National Football League this year? Right. Now, there's there's right. going to be some defender, whether it's a safety, a linebacker, maybe even a D lineman. The one game that really concerned me was he, when he ran to the outside, he sat down, and a defender hit on, on top of him and, and bent him over. Happened a couple times in Detroit. Oh, my goodness. You know, yeah. you're talking about neck and, and, and back injury. He got up. Yeah. That was now, that was Green Bay you're talking about. The Green Bay game. Thank you. Yep. So yesterday, he takes that shot to the face. That's, and whips in and going, oh. Mm-hmm. And then you see the quote from Malata, help me up. Get me to bleep up. That tells me he was he was woozy right there. Now, the, the dude is a strong dude. Tough customer. He got up. Yeah, he's too prideful to stay down. Yes. Yep. Yep. But – Sometimes, like Rob says, you got to protect your best player from himself. Yeah, I tell you. you uh, but 
here's the uh the the amazing thing too when you when you look at it our, our buddy jeff kerr from uh good morning nfc east just uh between this out a couple about two hours ago do you realize i didn't realize this Hertz has more rushing touchdowns than anybody in football the last two years, not just quarterbacks. <laughs> He's got more than Derrick Henry, Jonathan Taylor, James Conner, and Austin Eckler <laughs> himself. Wow. Like, that's wild, man. <clears throat> you know, wow. So he ends up – he's one short of Cam Newton for the all-time quarterback record of 14. He's got 13 now. He had three yesterday, and he had the, uh, the two-point conversion too, which – that was one of those where I'm, I'm watching and I'm like, Eagles, save this. Don't don't show all this stuff, man. They remember that they had the uneven li- line and they had Jurgens oh, yeah. in there, and then oh, it was yeah. a really cool play. Um, but that's the thing. The beauty of him is uh, Jalen. At the end of the day, after all that, the hits that he took and you know the, the interceptions and and everything that went down, he still ends up figuring out a way to score, mm-hmm. right, and and, and getting the back of the to get into the end zone. But not just that, and I this is what I couldn't believe. So he still at the end of the day, I looked at the box room like he threw for three hundred and fifteen. Yeah. He had three hundred and fifteen <laughs> yeah. passing yards yesterday, yeah. despite all that. So I mean, was it really that awful a day? Like if you look at it, one pick was his fault. He throws for over three hundred. He had two receivers over a hundred. He he himself runs yeah. three in and a two point conversion like. His bad days are, are better than most people's good days. Well, and we'll also say this. When you look at it, he still has the ability to take advantage of the matchup options that were outside. And I think that's what they wanted to do for the most part. They wanted to take advantage of those outside corners. I mean, we're talking about corners that hadn't even play, played this year. Like, they, they were – Backup to backups, you know what I'm saying? So there was a um, there was decided advantage to the cornerbacks we were playing. Hence, mm-hmm. that's why you had a, 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 a two receivers over 100 yards receiving because the matchups were outside. Yep. But I, I think this is one of the first times I've seen them run to get a lead up. They just didn't. They just didn't um, put enough points up to 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 make and force the Bears, to run the ball, I mean, uh, pass the ball more. You know what I'm saying? I, I think they were trying to, to to get up on them first, and it didn't work out for them, so they ended up having to stay with the passing game just to win the game. I mean, it, it was an off-running day as a whole, and they still ran for 112 yards. Right. <laughs> on an off day. That's a that's a great day for a lot of teams trying to run the football. Mm-hmm. That's a great team. And we're we're saying that Jalen had a bad game and threw for three hundred yards. Got to be more careful, man. Well, right, right. That's a, that's a compliment. Yards. In a lot of ways, it's a compliment, Barrett, to how high the the standard is set. Now. Right. Exactly. Exactly. You know, where last year, if he threw for three hundred, we're we're leading with it. You know, yeah, that's that's you know. such a huge deal. But yeah, I mean, I think they. I think the other thing is they know they didn't necessarily have their A game. I think that'll help them this week against Dallas. I think it'll help them in the playoffs against Dallas. Like they've survived a couple of these games before and they, and they've done what they had to do. So let's talk about the receivers here. AJ Brown, nine for 181. Devontae, five for 126. Combined, the two of them are over 300 for the day. They're going to have two receivers with a thousand yards. They already have one. And yeah. Devontae's creeping real close. I mean, that is unbelievable. By the way, five and oh without Goddard. Yep. Five and zero without uh, you know an, an, a Pro Bowl type tight end, um, 
you know, and they, they, are, they are on the side of caution yesterday with them. Yeah, people are crying. Why is Goddard not in there? You didn't need him against Chicago. You didn't need him. Why well, was he out there that cold weather? You're going to be in a controlled environment this week on a short week. That game is more important than this game. Yep. You had enough weapons to beat this shit. Yeah. Calculated risk of we don't yeah. feel like he's totally there. Let's give it one more week. I'm okay with that. Uh, you know, I you have enough of people that could pick him up. Don't have fault with that. Well, when I want, it's, it's almost like, all right, I think that they really played Davis too early. Um, but they wanted him to get back. Jordan, yeah, yep. Yeah. For um for, for King Henry in, in that in that rushing offense of um the Titans. Um, you know, so I understand they wanted Avante back, you know, just because, you know, last week they wanted to get, you know, a leg up on it. I think they could have held him out a little longer. They're usually not a team. They let them usually practice for a week first, and then they put them out there. I think they jumped the gun with Avante and Davis because they feel as though they needed them, you know, especially with, you know, the safety position not being locked in. Right. They needed Avante out there. So that's the biggest thing, you know, with Blankenship not being there. So, I mean, I understand why they brought those guys back early, but why bring a guy back early when you're playing against a Bears team that you should beat in the first Absolutely. place? Mm-hmm. And I think that's the biggest reason why they didn't bring him back as soon as they did like, all right, we got another week. We're just playing the bears. So since we're playing the bears, we're going to hold off a minute. Plus, so I understand the rationale with that. Yeah, yeah. Everything hurts a little bit more when it's 19 degrees out. See, there's a difference between Midwest cold and East coast cold. There's a big difference. Yeah. And when it's 19 degrees, 19 degrees is, is like a, a freezer box, especially with that Hawk blowing off Lake Michigan. Everything hurts a little bit more. Everything stings a lot more. And now that we know that 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 Goddard had a slight fracture in there, <clears throat> why would you put him out there for now? You didn't need him. Hmm? There's, not, there's no reason to put him out there. All right, let me put let me put let me break it down to you. The cold they felt yesterday is almost inhumane. Yes, it's not just cold on your skin, but that coldness gets down to your bones. That's how cold it's. Oh, yes. It's almost it's almost unsurvivably cold. That's how cold it is out there when he was playing and it caught Jalen Hurst by, by surprise. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He played in the cold game when he played against uh green Bay two years ago, when they were making that transition from, um, from, from um, going from two Hertz from Wentz. but it's all together different when you're out there and that, that water, I mean, that, that wind coming off that water, man, Lake Michigan, Ain't that no cold joke. there is Ain't unbelievable. No and what did Jalen say? He couldn't feel his fingers early on? Yeah, because he wasn't he prepared his hands for were dumb. Yeah, he wasn't prepared for him. You got to get yeah. the hand warmers, bro. You yeah, got to get those man. things. He don't have those things, man. He didn't, he didn't play with those things. But you need those when you're playing out there in that type of cold, man. You, it's, it's, you know, and people like to say, oh, you know, offensive lineman, dude, bro, we hate playing in that too. That That's not a cold that you want to be a part of. We uh-huh. hate playing. They We hate being that cold also. It's so cold out there, it's numbing. And nothing you can do about it. I'm going to tell you, I've experienced that cold before. Say what you want to say. Everybody hates it. Even the yeah. coaches hate it. You know what I'm saying? It's 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 an unbearable type of cold, man. It's, it's Man, I'll tell you, bro. It's, 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 I'm so glad I'm not playing in that aspect that I didn't have to be in that cold, bro. Because it's, it's, it's a different level. It's yeah, I mean, I, I just think I, the, the good thing is, and it's not going to hopefully to be that cold, but it was a nice taste 
for what January playoff is going to be like here in Philly. I don't Again, know. Not as cold, but you know, cold. So that's good. Again, I, I just, I'm always, I'm always trying to extract like, you know, what, what you can take away from these kind of things, even though it wasn't a work of art. That That's really, you know, how I view this kind of stuff, but it's nice to have guys on the outside who can go out and make plays because we, we, we went through a stretch here for a couple of years where there weren't any receivers, right? Yeah. And you, just, you look at the moves. I mean, Again, Howie's moves on full display yesterday. AJ Brown goes off for a buck eighty-one. Reddick at six more or two more sacks. He's now you know at twelve for the season. You know the the off-season additions that he's made, and then you know if you want to go back two years, trading trading down and still getting Devontae Smith. You know, it's just he he has hit every right note, man. And that's how you're thirteen and one. He's hit almost every right note across the board. I don't think. I don't. You, you can't you can't emphasize enough, I, I, and I said it months ago, or weeks ago. I think this is how he's finest job of assembling a team, and that includes the 2017 team. This team, in terms of depth and versatility, I don't think is second any Eagles team that I've had the uh, privilege of covering over the last 25 years, and it's shown when you look at Jordan Davis out for X amount of games. They go out and get Sue and Linville Joseph. You know, C.J. Gardner-Johnson is out. Somebody steps up. Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't make a difference, you know. Uh, offensive line, the same way. Dickerson been in and out with that with that injury. Yeah. It doesn't make a difference. They just plug and play, man, and keep rolling. Yeah, it's, it's, this is definitely the most talented team that I've been a part of since my NFL career started back in 1995. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I played against. I, I played when I was played for the Eagles. This was definitely more talented than all four four years I played here, and it's more talented than since I've been covering um, Eagles football since what was it? Uh, 2000, 2012. Since 2012, it's still by far the most talented team that I've been a part of and I, that I've seen that I've that I've um been an analyst for so more talented than 17 in your estimation way this is supremely more talented than 17 way more talented it's not even it's not even close they had they had Alshon Jeffrey mm-hmm. and Tory Smith were the receivers Nelson Aguilar I, it's not even close. It's yeah, not even close. You, you, I mean, you could yeah. you look at the running backs. They they added Jay Ajayi. They had some pieces there at running back, but not better than Miles Sanders. They're both better than he's better than both <laughs> of those guys. Better than both yeah. of them. Defensive line. They had Timmy Jernigan, Fletcher Cox in his in his prime. Uh, who else did they have? They had BG. They had Chris Long. They Chris had Long. Um, we. This, this line is still yeah, hundred percent better than then. And and that team's playing without Jordan Hicks, who got hurt. So the linebackers did a good job stepping up, right? I don't know. Yep. But this linebacking mm-hmm. core is better. Um, and then you look at the overall secondary of this team with Slay and and Bradbury. You know, not to mention CJ Gardner Johnson and the way Epps is playing. <clears throat> I mean, just definitely talent wise. Who they? Who are our corners? We had. Um... Who are our uh, back then? Jalen Mills on one side, Ronald yeah. Darby on the other side. It's safety. 
We have Malcolm. Malcolm's still a better Malcolm and Rodney. Better safeties. safeties. Yeah, better safeties. Yep. Overall, I think we have better linebackers, better D-line, better corners. Safety is the only position. Both safeties were the only position that I think they were better at. Other than that, you know. Well, and here's where it gets interesting, right, if you look at that 17 team, because you had Wentz playing at an MVP level till he got hurt, and then Foles goes nuts in the NFC Championship game in the Super Bowl. Can you get that same level of quarterback play? Now, he's given you that level all year. Yep. <laughs> not just for not just for the Super Bowl. Right. But all year he's what, been handling. What I just wonder, you know, a little bit about is, is there any kind of uh, – I, I don't, I don't want to say he'd be overwhelmed or anything because I think playing in the playoffs last year helped him. But we just still don't know exactly what kind of playoff Jalen Hurts you're going to get. I'm pretty confident you're going to get the same guy we saw in the regular season. Me but, too. Me too. You know, I, that's still be determined. And that's, not, that's just a matter of playing the games, you know. Like this week's going to be a really interesting t- test case. I know it's been floated in, in the chat. and We talked about it <clears> earlier about not playing the starters, and I think we're all on the same page with that, play the starters. But – how Jalen comes out and plays in this game too, where it's a game where you can you can you can seal your fate in a positive way if you play well. I am so I think, glad. He, I think he's going to play good. I'm so glad this game is one day earlier than normal, so we don't have to sit on a Saturday and wait for Sunday <laughs> to get here. Just get the game. Just get this yep. game going. By the time we finish up our week, it's the next day instead of two days away. Just get this game going. Plus, you don't have to worry about a game on Christmas Day, which is even more. More perfect, a more yeah. perfect scenario. The great thing is we got a short week. You know, I yeah. mean, it's tougher on the players, but it's it's great for us. Saturday instead of Sunday, man, Absolutely. one less day to wait. Absolutely, yeah, yeah no, I'm on Sunday, you. good to go on Sunday, man. Yeah, it's, it's going to be you and your state set. <laughs> Have you finished off what you got on Thursday? Your supply that you got from Crossing? no, no, no. I, I actually haven't cracked open. One oh, you're gonna have plenty for this weekend. I was gonna say, I know he ain't cracked four bottles of stateside. No, just, just, I they're still sitting there, arm locked and loaded. Stateside, I appreciate you. Thank you, appreciate you. Um, did you guys finish off your Christmas shopping? I did. Oh, my oh, wife does all ours. Happy Hanukkah to to all of our friends who celebrate. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, well, hope, hope wishing you uh, just a, just a beautiful uh, holiday season. Uh, I. I'm not done yet. I'm looking to try and finish today because I got all kinds of stuff later in the week. So I'm hoping to get done. So, bro, here's, here's what when do you get about. an opportunity? Today, I will. Today, today I will. I have a, I have a window today. I have well, a little window. The rest of the week is bad. I, I, I I'm finished. I'm oh, finished. good for you. I, I got a couple more things for the grands to do. Okay. For them, so I got to get that out the door and send to them. Um, for the most part, I am pretty much done. That's nice, man. Yeah, see, you, yeah, you guys, yeah. you guys don't utilize your assets, man. What I do, see, here's what we do as a family. My wife starts this in late October because she catches all these cyber deals, right? So she'll tell us in late October, okay, I want everybody's Christmas wish list now. So we all send her uh, desires, and so she can look at items. And the kids can look at items too. If mom doesn't get something, they may get something from me from there. And then when it comes to when it comes to me, when I look at her list, I call on my two girls. Okay, I need you. Let's let's see what does mom really want. Here's my credit card. You guys handle it, and they order for me. 
I don't do any of that stuff. <laughs> like T- Tina and Alex and Cruz get home from Mexico this past Saturday. My wife has at least 15 boxes stacked up for little Cruz for Christmas. Oh my God. Okay. What? 50, at least 15 boxes. Tina walked in and said, can we just cut back on some of these, please? We don't have the space for it. And so my wife asked me, now, now my, the, the, the rule is my wife buys, I got to wrap. So I wrap all these gifts for all three of my kids, all, all the grandkids, right? I become an expert at wrapping gifts. So my wife looks at me, she goes, you know, Tina said we need to cut back on Cruz's gifts. What should we take out? I said, how the heck am I supposed to know now? Everything's wrapped. I don't know. Too so, late now. That, that's for next late. year. That's for next but, year. But we're going to take some out and hold them maybe for Easter. I mean, he just turned four December 9th. Okay. So we'll hold some of them for Easter. But see, you guys you, you guys pull your hair out, or Rob, or Barrett in your case, you pull the nubs out, and, you know, going through <laughs> Christmas shopping. In my case, it's here, here, and here. My wife orders for all the kids and the grandkids. Hmm. My daughter takes care of ordering for me. I'm good. That's nice. I'm so nice what did you get for Trish? I can't tell you that. She might be listening. See, the thing is, when I think Trish is not listening is when she's listening because after a show, she'll text me and say, I can't believe you said that to Barrett. Or, you know, that, was a, that was a good conversation you guys had about this. And I'm like, where are you? I'm at my office. You're listening at your office? What? So she eavesdrops when I think she's not She's like Santa Claus. She knows yeah, man. One man at all times. So I can't tell you. I, I'll text you and tell you, but yeah. I can't. I can't tell you. Well, see, my, sure. my my grandson. I'm ordering now. In fact, I'm look. I was looking at it for a second. In between the shows, I go in and I'm. I, I already know what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna piss my son off, and I'm gonna send him all these Lego sets. So he's gonna have Legos everywhere in his oh, house. You ever walk oh, on yeah. one of those in bare feet? I oh know, yeah, bro. It hurt, this dude. this that this hurt. this is gonna be amazing. This will be amazing. What I'm about to do. <clears> so I'll I tell mean, you what's almost as bad as Legos. You ever step on a Hot Wheels car barefoot? Oh, oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. Especially the ones that have that spoiler up high on the back of it and the little sharp edge. And I'm like, man, you got to bite your tongue. Make you want to say things you normally don't say. Yeah, yeah. That would. That, yeah, that I don't is, say stuff like that. It's an what? unpleasant experience. Man. I said I don't say stuff like that. Yeah, okay. And when donkeys fly, <laughs> yeah, okay. Oh my goodness. Uh, all right, so we uh, when we come back, uh, Marshall Harris is going to be joining us. We'll, we'll continue with the Eagles discussion with him. We'll get his impressions. He thought the Bears uh, were, were going to be the victorious team on Sunday, and they made it interesting, but not quite enough. So we'll talk to Marshall about that, get his impressions of the Eagles and everything else that's going on around the league because it was nuts. Two o'clock, man, we, we are going to go full bore into everything that went down, dating back to the really the Saturday games which started off with that Vikings game, which was incredible, and ended on the snow night in Buffalo. But we had the Cowboys, we had the Giants, we had the Raiders, just insanity. Not to mention the Lions are on fire, the Jags are on fire, Trevor Lawrence is on fire. Bengals put up a 31 spot in the second half over the Bucks. So we'll get into all that. One player done for the season, too. I'll update you on that also. So a lot of ground to cover. Don't go anywhere. We'll get a quick timeout. We'll come back. And we'll talk to Marshall Harris. He is Barrett Brooks. He's Derek Gunn. I'm Rob Ellis. We're Sports Take, Jacob Sports YouTube Network. All right, I'm going to tell you about Flynn Tree Services. Flynn Tree Services is an experienced, licensed, and insured Pennsylvania tree services company that will trim or remove any unwanted trees off of your property. They offer cost-effective solutions to any tree problem that you may face. So ask yourself the question, do you have any type of issues in your yard 
or on your property. If you do, they're just a quick phone call away and they're experts at trimming all types of trees. And they, they serve a Southeastern Pennsylvania, South Jersey and Northern Delaware. They specialize in tree removal, stump grinding, as well as tree pruning. Now keep in mind, it's hurricane season. It's windy out there. The elements are not exactly perfect. It's a great time to have your trees evaluated before something serious happens as we get deeper into the seasons. Go to their Facebook or Instagram page for more information or a sampling of their work. Give Flynn Tree Services a call right now. 610-850-2848. 610-850-2848. Or online at FlynnTreeServices.com. That's FlynnTreeServices.com. Post game show with Seth Joyner. I knew that they had a running game. Derek Gunn. He has put in the effort. Devin Caney. Had we not won the Super Bowl, what would we be saying? And Mike Missanelli. Well, you know how Philly is. Post game, now streaming on the 6ABC family of apps. fans on earth it's a bold statement but would you expect anything less from philadelphia 58 years of heartache creates a toughness a grit a resolve not found in most sure our prayers were answered but now that we've had a taste we're looking for more pondley hockey official partner of the philadelphia eagles Number one, Jeff D'Ambrosio, Destination Downingtown is rolling back prices for a December to remember. For a limited time, you can own, not lease, brand new 2023 Jeep Wranglers for only $39.95 or $339 per month. New Rams starting at only $39.95 or new Ram 1500 Bighorn Crew Cabs $189 per month. Zero down can deliver. Get the price you want, the selection you need, and the VIP treatment you deserve. Jeff D'Ambrosio, Destination Downingtown, big finish sales event. Did you know taxes could be your biggest expense during retirement? Are most of your assets in tax-deferred accounts like IRAs and 401ks? Taxes are historically low today, but we're facing significant headwinds in the future. Do you have a plan? The Thrive Financial Team has more than 100 years of experience helping people across the Delaware Valley with forward-looking tax planning. Learn how to shift your money from forever tax to no or low tax accounts. Get What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. 
Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Catch those springtime vibes all over Arizona. Break out of the winter blues by hitting the water at one of our lake and river parks. Take a hike among the wildflowers. Just make sure to stay on the trails and leave the flowers for the bees. Discover Arizona's best kept secret and visit azstateparks.com slash amazing to start your springtime adventure. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun? Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Your Thrive Retirement Tax Playbook today. Go for the beers. Go for the cheers. Go for the hit and the hits. Go for the scene. Go for the screens. Go for the gallery. Go for the win. Go to Ocean. What's up, everybody? We are back. We are Sports Take, Jacob Sports YouTube Network. Uh, Marshall will be hopping on in a little bit. But before we get to Marshall, let, let's talk about the product that is the NFL, right? And and what we see in, on a weekly basis is nothing short of remarkable. It, it really is. Um, you had wild games Saturday, and then Sunday was even crazier uh, in, in a lot of ways. Walk-offs. Uh, plays you never saw before. Like I never saw the way that Raiders game ended before in, in no, my life. No. Um, incredible performances where guys just stepped up and made plays all over the place. And it goes all the way up until really virtually the last play last night, you know, where a pass interference call could have easily been, you know, a flag should have been thrown likely, Yeah, yeah. but you were in it and in, invested in the game even though you're not a, a Washington or Giant fan, or at least like you know we are, till the very last second. And that's what the league does week in and week out. It's why it's number one. Yeah. Uh, Washington got jobbed on that last play. That was, a, that was a mugging. There's no way they should have. And, and the thing is, they didn't get the call, and they were at home. I know. That, but the refereeing in the NFL this season has been so inconsistent, and it has cost teams games. And I don't know what they can do. I mean, the referee committee's got his hands full in terms of sitting down and looking at all the miscues. And especially when you have all these different camera angles and replay, there's no excuse for getting a lot of things wrong. But, you know, we've seen more ticky tack stuff called, excuse me, <coughs> as pass interference. That dude was draped all over him like a, cheap suit, like a cheap suit. Derek, watching the game, and I'm not I, – I actually like the NBC broadcast. I, I, I think Tariqo and Collinsworth do a good job. Everybody wants to hate on Collinsworth. But he says at one point after the play, you know, officials don't really want to throw the flag in that spot. Like two plays earlier, you called the Washington for an illegal shift. Yes. But you're, gonna, you're okay calling that in oh, that yeah. spot? 
you know what I mean? It's like, what? There's no consistency to that from that standpoint, man. I just don't get it. Hey, by the way, we got a, uh, got our friend here on the, uh, is ready to roll. Marshall Harris. There he is. Marshall look, Harris joining he, he us. Got that look, look, he got that look Uh-oh. on his face too. Well, hey, well, hey, hey. I know that. I know that look. That's, hey, that's, that's, I know that look. I enjoy right. a plate of crow as much as the next man. I will admit I was wrong. The Eagles won the game. I I, I stand by. Oh, what I did. stop, 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 stop. I don't want you to do that because I want I want to I want to gloat a little more. You're trying to Barry trying to the flesh. You want to try to flesh, no. Marshall. Here we go. <laughs> but, but I, yeah, don't take my shot. I'm just saying I was wrong. I a lot of people in life, I know you guys have experienced this, whether it's uh, relationships, whether it's work, whatever friendships, they can't admit cleanly they're wrong. They'll make an excuse. Right. To, like, right. listen, I was wrong. I, I stand by what I said. Like I thought that the Bears had a great chance to beat the Eagles. They did. They didn't get the job done. Bottom line. Right. Marshall, here to, to your point. I, I think the the it's it is it's everybody in life. But but the worst, generally the worst, are sports either talk show hosts or prognosticators. It's okay to say, you know what? I didn't think so and so could play. He proved me wrong. Right. Look at what he's doing. You know what that does? It makes you more relatable and human because we all miss on stuff. I mean, how many different things, whether it's sports or not, that you're like at first you maybe had a different view. And by the way. Sometimes your opinion evolves and you grow on something and you see more. Like, I'm sure people wrote Trevor Lawrence off. Look at what that dude's doing the last <laughs> – yeah, You know what I'm saying? So Quarterbacks I, take time to develop. Exactly. You guys, right. you guys are enjoying the development of a quarterback that I don't know how many people who are watching right now were like, he's not the guy, horrible mistake, how he misses again, like whatever. But right now, and you know, maybe he never wins a championship in an Eagles uniform, but he mm. looks pretty good. Yeah, from where I'm, from where I'm sitting. Yes, he yeah, can't. Will, and, he, and also, also, he's not the one <laughs> calling the plays at, at last check and and saying, "Hey, Miles Sanders, why don't you just hang out over there? We'll, yeah. we'll call you, yeah, maybe midway through the second quarter." And that, you know, Marshall, that was really. <laughs> it's the first time, at least in a long time, or maybe this year, that I I really had a beef with the play calling, like in general. I, I they've I thought most of the year they've done a pretty good job mixing and matching, but that was till six thirty four in the second quarter. I, yeah, I mean, come on. Yeah, and, and 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 like I said, you guys pointed to, you know, Jalen Hurts doesn't turn the ball over. I said, sounds like he's due to me. I explained how the Bears had gotten healthy right. and they were going to be hungry, and everything comes to fruition in that respect. But at the end of the day, once like once Jack Sanborn went down, that was, I was like, yeah, because you saw the plays he was making early mm-hmm. in that game. Like he's good, man. Chasing down, chasing down Jalen Hurts. Yeah. Oh, but yeah. Once he goes down. Tevin Jenkins, who's been great, goes down yeah. and is carted off. Uh, hopefully, he's what, was, be what okay. was his injury? What was his injury? a neck injury? He had he okay. took him to the hospital, but signs were pointing up. We'll get an update from uh, Eberflus today. But like once those things started rolling, and it's not like Jalen Johnson didn't do a, a good job on AJ Brown early. It's just like once you get worn down, I have a rule. It's a very simple rule. As a Bills fan, as you guys know, I grew up a Bills fan, so I know yeah. what like quarterback play looks like when you're trying to get your quarterback and you, you go through all those iterations until you get the guy, a.k.a. Josh Allen, and in your case, Jalen Hurts, Justin Fields here. If Nathan Peterman takes a snap in a game, you ain't going to win. Is that fair? <laughs> no. No. no, that's right. You're right. Uh, I will yeah. say this to your credit, though. Game. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. At least Although he did pick. <laughs> Although he did throw a double coverage, which was – I don't know what the heck he was thinking. But First I will say out. this to your credit, though, Marshall. 
the Bears get down to the 14 and the Eagles sack them and they take them out of field goal range. That could have been three points. If 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 the Eagles were thinking on the third and six are just going to pick up necessary de- uh, yards just to keep a, a drive moving. No, they go deep and, and hit A.J. down the sideline for a 68-yard game. Those two plays, it could have been – now, what if he, if, if the pass is incomplete, uh, too far out of bounds, now you look at the fourth and sixth to get the ball back to Chicago again. Chicago's not a potent offense, but they can do enough damage with the quarterback to make him – it could have been a different ball game. Those you, two, saw, you saw the receiving core he was working with, right? Just so oh, we're all – Ecco St. Brown makes one catch. He's out with a concussion. Dude, yeah. you had guys dropping all over the field that game. Listen, yeah. so like I said, I stand by what I say. Ultimately, I was wrong. Oh, well. I'm really not sweating it. I, I, I will say this. The play calling, as, as Rob alluded to, I, I don't know. Because people have been asking me, well, like, uh, I was, like, I've been on shows all the last seven days talking about this. And I'm just like, I, I think the Eagles have as good a shot as anyone is winning of winning the Super Bowl. And really in the NFC, the only mm-hmm. team that I like on their level is the 49ers, mm-hmm. you know? I saw the Eagles are dogs this week, and I was like – They are. If I was a betting man, I would, I would take that. After watching what happened to – the Cowboys, no, no. And, 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 and in the ultimate picture, Bears fans are super happy this morning. You know why? Justin Fields becomes the third uh, quarterback ever to rush for 1,000 yards. Mm-hmm. He's got Lamar Jackson's single-season rushing record for a quarterback in his sights. And they just keep taking L's. And I don't know if y'all saw, but the Denver Broncos found a way to win. Yep. And now they're in the driver's seat for the number two overall pick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the Texans have been playing really well. Now Now they need to win two of their last three. But, yeah. like, the, the Eagles – or, excuse me, the Bears are looking back to week two – or, I'm sorry, week three, and they're like, dang, if we had just lost that game to the Texans, mm-hmm. number one pick, and they don't need a quarterback so they could trade back. So, I mean, I – it's a it's a good Monday to be a Philadelphian or a Chicago. Well, let me hit you with this, Marshall. You can uh, there's a lot of things you can look at on a football team, but but two basic tenets: if you have a good quarterback and you have a pass rush, you got a chance yes. to be a pretty good team. And they were both on full display. I know Jalen made a couple of mistakes early. One that's not necessarily his fault, but the pass rush is ferocious, and mm. and that dude doesn't sweat anything. He's got amnesia and he just makes plays. So yeah. that's there's so many reasons to be optimistic here if you're an Eagles fan. Yeah, I, I'll say this. He has like what seems to be that that cornerback mentality, like a, yep. an all-pro cornerback. Occasionally, I'm going to get burned. I'm going to make a mistake, whatever. We got to line up and do it again, and I got to do better next time. Like, Jalen Hurts, laser focus. Now, what was interesting to me is he talked about how he couldn't feel his hands when he came out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, it was 18 degrees at kickoff, wind chill of three degrees. It's going to be even worse this week when Buffalo comes into town. <clears throat> You're calling for, like, somewhere between 18 to 28 inches of snow. Where? Um, in Chicago? What? Yeah, yeah, like it's a oh, premature model. We, until we're seventy-two hours out, that's oh. when you get like the real forecast. But like that's what was on the seven-day last night when I was in studio, and I was like, "Man, y'all catch me inside, not catch me outside. Catch me inside. How <laughs> yeah, about forget that? that? Forget that." Forget that. So, so based on what you guys are looking at with the quarterback play, he's got weapons. The pass rush is just ferocious. Um, Back to what I was saying about Hurts, he said he couldn't feel his hands, and that's why some of his touch passes for both quarterbacks were a little bit off, I think, in that game. Passes are like, why, why, why did he not make that play? But at the end of the job, he, he lays one in there to A.J. Brown over Jalen Johnson, who had three yep. pass breakups. Like, yep. it, 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 the, the Bears are not as good as the Eagles. They don't have as much talent. I just thought it was a perfect storm, and now the Eagles weathered that. Ain't nobody got to worry about them getting up for Michael Parsons in them. They get exactly, exactly. the win over Dallas. Like, yeah, I just set it up right there. 
Well, I mean, it, it just goes to show the Eagles know how to, to win. They know how to take adversity and, and, and punch back. You know what I'm saying? They can they can counterpunch adversity. And that's the big thing. It was, the adversity was you had a Chicago Bear team that had two weeks to develop a game plan in which they made Jalen Hurts um, pull the ball from, from, from Miles Sanders, which, you know, basically just kept him from being a, a, a huge factor in the first half. All they did was just keep him doing it by crashing the end and then having the linebackers, you know, kind of mirror wherever Jalen went. And it worked for the first half until the second half they started handing it off. Excuse me. But, I mean, the biggest thing is they took adverse conditions as far as weather being, you know, so cold, you know what I'm saying, he couldn't even touch. You know, and I I tell people this all the time. When you're cold out there, there's nobody who loves cold weather. If they say they do, they're lying. Even all the linemen hate cold weather. We're out there with no sleeves on like some damn nuts. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, for, men- and- for mental purposes, right, Barry? Right, Just- right. You're like, yeah, it's cold and we yeah, got right. to do. It's not like we liking it. Like I'm I'm not going, I'm not going to the club chilling in, 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 in a cutoff shirt. You know what yeah. I'm saying? It's just not happening. <laughs> but you know, you have to you you have to take that adversity and 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 learn from it. And become what I think this was a learning experience for this team. They learned, all right, don't look past anybody. Regardless of the matchup you're about to have, you can't look past anybody. We 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 fought through, we won the game. Dallas, they couldn't fight through it. They lost the game. Period. Dallas blew a 17-point lead in that game. Yeah, I mean that tells you how much you know, see of that defense. Look no further than the Chiefs that, that had to survive the Texans who we were talking about a little bit earlier in overtime. It happens every week, yeah. this stuff. That's why the NFL is the greatest, you know, in a in a in a time in which we take not for granted, but like sports comes on all the time. It I hate the whole week build up to get to the next game. Exactly. Gunner knows I hate covering yeah. football for that very specific reason. My ADHD kicks in. I was like, I need a game to talk about today. Like I don't want to spend three or four days talking about the last game and then another three or four days talking about the next game. I, but but for fans who for 17 weeks, they're just like up on their – like the, the, you, you get ready for game day. It becomes an event. It becomes like a, an old-school gladiator matchup. And it doesn't happen every day, so it's not an everyday thing. So you don't take it for granted because you only got eight or nine home games and experiences where you get with your people, you go support your team, and then, of course, the playoffs is a whole different animal. But like the NFL – they're kind of genius, like, and it, it, they're not the best league in the world because, like, the way they handle things and do things and, like, no fun league. But at the end of the day, ain't nobody really walking away and saying, I'm not going to watch. You're going to watch. Yeah. The, the formula of the wait, the, the formula of the look back and then the look ahead is brilliant. It's not saturated like anything else. I'm with you, Marshall. Like, by Friday, especially in our line of business, it's like yeah. – what else can we talk enough. about here, man? Enough is but, enough. But from a fan standpoint, it's that build, man. And then it's the crescendo <clears throat> of the game. I mean, just look at what the way this weekend went. How insane these games were from the jump. I mean, from Saturday in Minnesota to close out last night. <laughs> Yo, the minute the Minnesota game. I, I believe you guys have already talked about and everything, but like I was watching that. I was at work and I was just like, I don't know that Minnesota is going to lose this game. Like it, I was like, all they got to do, I was like, I know they can score on the Colts. It's just, will they have enough time? And the Colts were just like, here, have an opportunity. Here, have an opportunity. And they just couldn't put them away. I, I was just amazed by that. By the way, I'm looking at these comments over here, which are hilarious. They're getting on me about talking about Hurts, or excuse me, Fields oh, being yeah. a 1,000-yard rusher. I'm like, yeah, that's a that's a pretty big deal. 
And I know y'all got thousand yard rushers, receivers, quarterbacks scoring eight thousand touchdowns rushing. But I'm just look. If you were put yourself in the, they, they, you know what? This is my my one issue with Philadelphia fans. Right? They lack empathy. Okay, they really lack empathy because your tunnel vision is so strong. They like two things. They like empathy and they like apathy. The apathy thing is my favorite thing because they, they're never going to like not stop talking about a team. A team can be terrible, but they're going to let you know how they feel and they still care. And they're 10 and 72, but doggone it, these Sixers, what are they going to do with that first round pick? Right. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, they lack empathy. Like this is hilarious. A year ago, half these people in the comments were on Jalen Hurst's tail. Absolutely. Absolutely. And now I'm just saying Justin Fields is in the same position. He has no help. Right, right. He's making he's keeping them in a game with a third and now 13 and one team. And these cats, <laughs> yo, y'all are hilarious. We don't, we don't, we don't, we don't get with the empathy thing. We don't have that empathy stuff, man. Yeah, we, they, we they, they really but but it's not even like empathy, like open-ended empathy. It's like you've been through this. If anything, you should understand where these guys well, are coming but, from. But see, you gotta explain to you gotta explain to them your team, though. My team, I explain my team very simply. Right, they, they, going, they, the, the cold chip. weather team. I hope we see y'all. Buffalo Bills, I hope we see y'all. He's been, and stuff. it's been, I ain't going to lie, it's not him just getting on the band. Since I met him back in 2015, he has been with the Buffalo Bills. I don't oh, see no question. why or how. Oh, Gunner can validate that. <laughs> Ever since that, I used to tease him all the time. I said, how are you from Birmingham, Alabama? <laughs> right. When, I'm when you're right. I'm from I mean, Huntsville. Huntsville. <laughs> yeah, Huntsville. How are you from Huntsville, Alabama? You're a Buffalo Bills fan in football. Who's your baseball team? Chicago White Sox. Because I did live in ba- Birmingham until I was 10. So, and, who's, you know. and, and who's your basketball team? Run TMC forever, baby. Don Nelson, my favorite coach of all time. First one to 100 wins. Once that man said those words, as a kid, offense, that's what matters? Hey, you know, I, you know, I, you know, I covered Don Nelson for many years. Yes. For five years, I covered him in, in Milwaukee. One of my so favorite you, coaches of all time. You, he's, he keeps it real. He lets you know what was good. <clears throat> yep. Um, I, look, man, I, I'm from Alabama, okay? I didn't grow up jaded and cursed like certain <laughs> fans did Whoa! Whoa. Not, it's not like i went around picking winners i could have been like i'm a bulls fan that's not what right. i did you know jordan right. was doing his thing uh-huh. i was like my dad took me to birmingham barons games that's how i became a white Sox fan yep don nelson i like those warriors teams what weren't even the, good what was the bill connection he lasted for two years people forget it was only a two-year <laughs> thing with mitch richmond tim hardaway and chris mullen but they were exciting Score 135 and giving up 142. But that was exciting to he me. He said, Miss Richmond, K-State's finest, huh? There you go. Yes. Very like, that's, that's, what that's what I'm saying. I Look, but here's the thing. I love Philadelphia fans. And I know y'all, I know secretly deep down y'all love me too. Because I love y'all. And I give y'all respect. I stick up for y'all whenever someone says something sideways about the city of Philadelphia. What? That, that's you do-do, man. But I, All right, I, Mar- Marshall, let me ask you this because – I've asked these two guys this for two shows now. And you 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 were in Philadelphia, what, 10 years? How long were you there? 11 years. Okay, 11 years. So you got a good perspective of it. And the, I want your perspective because you always have a different perspective. I've never, <laughs> I've, I've never understood how everybody on the outside looking in has such a disdain for Philadelphia and its team more so than any other city I've ever been associated with. From the media standpoint to outside fans looking in, <clears throat> they just refuse to give Philadelphia respect for anything. Yeah, that's that's absolutely 
true and yeah. it's, it's i think it's a it's a it's a combination of things it's like new york bias is so strong no matter where you are that's where all the decision makers are that's where the league headquarters are that's yep. like the new york bias is a real thing um you could see it in the national with the, like espn it, the new york bias like look at where their personalities are from that are calling the shots and doing things um People are on openly talking about my New York Knicks, whether it's Stephen A. Smith or who, whoever right. else, you know, right. um, Mike Greenberg, like the guys who are like the biggest voices and faces of these national places, they've got East Coast bias. Also, that creates like this little brother syndrome because it's like Philly, New York. Philly's not New York. It will never be New York. And I don't want to live in New York. I love right. Philly. Like that's people are like, oh, do you want to go work in New York? It's like, why? So I can pay overpriced for everything. Yeah. Um, and then people don't care about sports as much as in New York as they do in Philly. Like I always tell you, there's a pie. And if you take a, a piece of the pie, how big is the sliver of people that don't care about sports? Like in New York, there's other stuff going on that's like more pressing. Same thing with LA. They're bigger cities. And even here in Chicago, you could be a Cubs fan. You could be a White Sox fan. In Philly, everyone's united behind the same four, five, six teams. <laughs> and I, I think that's important. And that's what that that builds that common. You're not going to talk about us anyway. My favorite story about Philadelphia fandom and kind of trying to relate it to the national types is the story of Gritty. OK, you guys remember when the Flyers unveiled Gritty yep. by 9 a.m. Everyone in Philadelphia was going off about how awful Gritty was by noon. Those same people were defending Gritty as if he was their grandfather okay like and that is philly in a nutshell right there is it not yeah that's true yeah that's i, I so don't think true. you're saying anything that's wrong i think you're i think it's a good assessment i think it's a good assessment we, we we're not gonna let anybody else tell, talk about our crazy uncle but us yes you know so we love our crazy uncle so mm-hmm. we don't that's just that's just who it is bro. i love my crazy uncle gunner Wow. That's, that's a whole different story. Yes. Yes. We know, really? you know, crazy uncle Gunner's bringing good food though. At least really? You know yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. I, look, Gunner knows I'll, I'll side text. I have, I have his wife's number. I'll, I'll yeah, go right true. around him. That's true. Marshall Barrett had, Marshall had those ribs. Do you have the ribs, Marshall? I've had those ribs on more than one occasion, bro. You Me know, too. Like, but see, but people don't understand. You can't ask Gunner. No, you can't ask. He's him. always going to say no. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> we we know where to go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I I have Gunner's address saved in his contact info. I will I will stop by the house. I was he's lucky I come to Philly and I don't have a car because if I had a car, you know, I'm down there in Delaware. I'm I know which I know which of the three counties you live in, sir. I hey, did too. I don't be put my business put out in. on the street. Don't be put my I, business in the street. Look, look. I, that's <sighs> what I. The last time he gave, he shot me the address. I locked it in and put it in the context. Now it says his name and his address there. So he he can't just unless he just up and moves. I'm there this summer. Marshall, get on the new deck, Marshall. This dude, this dude got the nerve. He text my daughter, my son-in-law. He got all these numbers now. I'm like, hold up, man. I'm going. He 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 collecting a gun. Gun contact info, like oh, yeah. He's like, oh, I right, got another one, got another one, got another oh, one. Look, I'm about to get hey, look, yeah. the gunners. I'm Y'all getting a pole bar built. And I've been I've been texting his his um his son-in-law for the past three days Josh. about this pole barn he got. You know what I mean? So we've been texting back and forth about the pole barn I'm like, and what he, the process he went through. Yeah, I'm like, leave my family alone, man. We ain't do nothing to you. Oh my god. It's like <laughs> see to me, it's it's always like church and state. Right. I keep working business. 
work and pleasure separate. That's just my MO. But you two assassins found a way to slip behind the back door. You two assassins. Oh, it's I got so Trisha's hard, number. I, I got I, I got the kids' numbers. I got Trisha's number. I'm like, I'm a giver of life, not a taker of life, Gunner. I, I, I mean, give yeah, people yeah, life wherever yeah, I go. That's yeah. what I try to do. I ho- hopefully I've enriched yours. Look, both of y'all, man, you, anytime I think of both of you, it's that song, Slipping in the Darkness. That's what I think. Yes. Both Slipping of, in the darkness. Yeah. Y'all both, y'all both backdoored me, got to my family. You went around me. Not many people can say they can do that. Oh, man. Marshall, I appreciate it. I, look, look. I know, I know, you miss these. You, you miss Gunner's uh, insanity, Barrett's insanity. Can, can we reconnect when the Bills face the Eagles in the Super Bowl, though? Yes, because that will be the all timer in terms of craziness. At in in Arizona's not going to know what hit them with, with that with those two. Groups. I think Bills will literally ship out their their tables with them. So I agree. oh no question about that. They should properly uh, tailgate in Glendale as they should. As they I should. Think, yeah, I think I, the daily fights in the street will be probably tougher than the game. <laughs> Because the Bills Mafia is crazy. Philadelphia fans are crazy. I think there'd be more swinging in the streets than there will be swinging on the field. And they, yeah, this will be this will be an all timer. All right, Marshall, it's a date, man. It's a date. Super Bowl week leading up. You'll, I'm sure you'll you'll figure out a way to get down there. We'll talk to you from press row or, or wherever we're going to be or you're going to be. We'll figure it out. I'm gonna look into it. But uh, guys, right. I just want to say thanks for having me back on. I know people probably thought. You're really going to go in there and take the heat? I was like, I'm not worried about that. Yeah. I you show up. There's loss. Marshall, Marshall, man. Yeah. I told you there's no way they were going to get blown out. I did explain yeah. that very clearly. Right? None, of us, yes, none of us worried about you showing up. Oh. Let me put it right. that way. So no question. You. I knew you show yeah. up. Yes. Marshall, good good job, man. Good hanging with you again. I mean, well, Eric, 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 I hope you all have a wonderful and much warmer than me week. Uh, yes, man. And, 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 Merry Christmas, and Christmas, Christmas. Happy holidays, too. Hey, man, happy how you come to guys. how you come to Philly and don't rent a car, man? That's cheap. How you come to Philly and don't rent a car? He's, what? what happened? He's gone. <laughs> he just he just jumped. He what? rolled, man. Yeah, he dropped the mic and just got out. Oh, that, he had that, enough that. of your questions. Jeez. Yes, he did. Uh, all right. Again, Marshall's always good sport, man. And uh, and look, you he know drove, we- he drove to Indiana to get gas this morning because gas is in Chicago. Gas is four fifteen. Now I will say this: downtown Chicago to Gary, Indiana, was only like a thirty minute drive. The problem is because I've driven this road many times. I ninety four going through downtown Chicago for the last thirty years is always under construction oh. for thirty years. And Chicago's like uh, it's like a, a, a parking lot downtown, Man. mostly any time of the day. I hated that drive when I was in Pittsburgh, and I would drive from Pittsburgh into up up to Milwaukee. I would take Interstate eighty. Once you got to Illinois, it was I ninety four, and once you hit downtown Chicago, it didn't make a difference. If it was morning, afternoon, or night. You're gonna you're gonna be stopped in traffic like an hour longer than you should be. Yeah, so he drove he drove he go to Indiana. He went to Indiana to God get gas. Bless him, man. That's awesome. <laughs> Telling That's you, man, awesome. Marshall gonna save a dollar. That dude, that dude, you take a dollar out of his pocket, they have sunglasses on, man. I'm telling you. <laughs> I, love it. I love it. All right. Uh, we're gonna come back and we're gonna get into all the craziness that was at all the games. And we're not done with the Eagles, too. We will circle back to the Eagles as well. But there was a lot of stuff that went down. Let's start with the Cowboys when we come back, who uh who coughed it up in overtime. Dougie P still paying dividends, man. Yeah, take, is. still doing his thing. Did you see him after that? On the sidelines after they yeah. scored, it was. Awesome. He still got the rivalry in him, man. He oh, still dude, got he, that rivalry. That'll never leave him, Barrett. That will yep. never ever leave him. That's for sure. All right, we'll come back and we'll hit that and all the other stuff in the NFL. Barrett Brooks, Derek Gunn, Rob Ellis. We are Sports Take Jacob Sports YouTube Network. All right, I want to talk Razor technology with you right now. 
because IT infrastructure environments are more complex and heterogeneous than ever before. Consequently, teams struggle to respond to pressing issues with the speed necessary to promote positive business results. And the data that powers predictive monitoring and automation is often left unexploited. Razor Technology addresses this challenge with a holistic approach that connects every part of an organization's technology assets, enabling proactive and secure IT operations without sacrificing the agility that drives innovation. Razor Technology automates monitoring and management to bolster IT teams that are feeling stretched thin. And it improves auditing and reporting procedures so that actionable insights find their way to the leaders that need them most. Save time and money on your IT and cloud services and secure organizations with leading end-to-end infrastructure solutions by calling Razor Tech today at 866-797-3282, 866-797-3282, or visit them online at Razor-Tech.com. That's Razor-Tech.com. Post game show with Seth Joyner. I knew that they had a running game. Derek Gunn. He has put in the effort. Devin Caney. Had we not won the Super Bowl, what would we be saying? And Mike Missanelli. Well, you know how Philly is. Post game now streaming on the Six ABC Family of Apps. greatest fans on earth it's a bold statement but would you expect anything less from philadelphia 58 years of heartache creates a toughness a grit a resolve not found in most sure our prayers were answered but now that we've had a taste we're looking for more pondley hockey official partner of the philadelphia eagles Number one, Jeff D'Ambrosio, Destination Downingtown is rolling back prices for a December to remember. For a limited time, you can own, not lease, brand new 2023 Jeep Wranglers for only $39.95 or $339 per month. New Rams starting at only $39.95 or new Ram 1500 Bighorn Crew Cabs $189 per month. Zero down can deliver. Get the price you want, the selection you need, and the VIP treatment you deserve. Jeff D'Ambrosio, Destination Downingtown, big finish sales event. Did you know taxes could be your biggest expense during retirement? Are most of your assets in tax-deferred accounts like IRAs and 401ks? Taxes are historically low today, but we're facing significant headwinds in the future. Do you have a plan? The Thrive Financial Team has more than 100 years of experience helping people across the Delaware Valley with forward-looking tax planning. Learn how to shift your money from forever tax to no or low tax accounts. Get your Thrive Retirement Tax Playbook today. Go for the beers, go for the cheers, go for the hit and the hits, go for the scene, go for the screens, go for the gallery, go for the win, go to ocean.
What's up, everybody? Thanks for hanging out with us on this Monday. Monday makes Mondays a lot easier, right, when the Eagles win. That's for sure. Um, just wrap things up with Marshall Harris. If you missed any of it, you can check it out at jacobsports.com or Jacob Sports YouTube channel. Sorry, Gunner, go ahead. So so I go I go to his front door. And uh, one again, one of, one of a million packages being delivered here. Yep. yep. I don't know why I did it. So I got up and go to the door. I get the packages. The guy said, hey, you, you're Derek Gunn. So he wants to talk, right? <clears throat> and I'm trying to be nice. And I'm like, dude, I hate to cut you short, but I got to get back. I'm doing a show. Oh, yeah, what's, what's the show? And, and you, Rob Ellis and Bear Brooks? Oh, man, how can I watch the show? And I'm thinking, okay, so I got to tell him. I gotta you tell have him to tell him. You got to tell him. I got to yeah. tell him. Even you know, if that means I'm you're thinking, coming back late, that's okay. You got to tell yeah. him. And, and it's like, please. That's good, man. We please just, understand. We just converted somebody. Yeah, please understand. I got to go. You know, and you don't want to be rude because I always I tell know. people sometimes the first impression is the most lasting impression you make, no matter Good what point. what you do. You know, no matter what you try to do later, and so it's like, dude, really, I got to go. Oh, okay, I'm sorry, but um, you know, what time are you guys off? Twelve to three. Boom! I close like, the door. Right I'm like, I gotta go. Yeah, well, yeah. I'll, give, I'll give you a funny one. So, uh, uh, my my basketball team that I coach, we're playing Saturday night, right? Mm-hmm. And I know one of the officials. He he's officiated games that my son and daughter played in for years. So I know the guy, right? right. Great guy. Big sports fan, big fan of our show and loves you guys and the whole thing. So um, he says to me, granted, remember, this is Saturday, okay, before the games are played yesterday. He says to me, uh, so here's the way it works, right? The Eagles win and the Cowboys lose and the Eagles clinch. I'm like, it's not, not quite. And he's like, no, 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 that's, that's the way it is. And I'm like, and I'm, I'm keeping the book. I'm doing this. I'm at the score book, the scores table. I'm like, I'm, it's not. And he's, he's like, keeps going back and forth. The game is ready to like, we're coming back from it. This is during a timeout in the game. So they're about ready to come back. They're inbounding the ball. And there's two officials. The one is, has, they've already started play. And he's still debating with me. I'm like, uh, Greg, game's kind of starting mm-hmm. up, my man. You might want to get back in there and uh, start officiating again. But people are passionate, man. You know, they're just, they're just crazy oh, passionate. Goodness. Yeah, and, and you know how I tell you guys about you know I get it all I, the time also. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I'm I sure you, you guys, do, Barry. Yeah, uh, I tell you guys all the time about how I don't order stuff. I let I let my wife and daughters order all order all the stuff. So I order a set of tires for my wife's car, and I've been waiting for weeks. Now, last week in on Monday, they said the order had been canceled because of lack of inventory. I'm like, what? You wait three weeks to tell me this, right? So my right. daughter, my daughter who ordered them for me forwards me the email. I'm like, you gotta be kidding me. <clears throat> um, so then by Wednesday morning, I get this email or she gets the email. Your package will be delivered Friday. And I'm like, what? So sure enough, Friday, uh, UPS rolls up. I'm outside fixing up uh, some, some of the Christmas decorations for my wife and a, a UPS truck rolls up. I see the dude coming out with two tires, right? So he puts the two tires in front of me on the, de- on the front step and he goes, have a good day. I said, oh, hold up. I ordered four tires. What are you talking about? He goes, oh, all I had was two on my truck. He said, you know what? It's common, though. When people order tires, sometimes, I'll, you know, the first driver brings one, two, or three, and the other tires or tire is on another truck. And I'm like, what? So here it is Monday. I can't get in, and, and, and I get a, uh, I get a uh, email from Cooper Tires twice, UPS slash Cooper Tires. Your package has been delivered. I sent them emails back three times. Where are my other two tires? No response. So mm-hmm. I don't know where these other two tires are now. Jeez, I, man. And, and, and my mechanic goes, I told you, do not order automa- automotive stuff through 
Amazon because it's so iffy. Anything else, clothing, toys, fine. When it comes to automotive stuff, don't do it. And then listen. Good good public service announcement for, I, for the rest I of us. I live by it, though. I live huh? by it, though. <laughs> and Barron's yeah. still going to do it. He doesn't I care. Know. Yeah, <laughs> I live by it. I, I'm always doing it. But, you know, I mean, I mean, it's just, just, just what you get, man, because I, I – you know, people know exactly like I, I today I'm I'm at I'm at the um I'm at the uh what do you call it the um post office and I'm opening the door for this the, the older couple, you know, they have probably in their seventies. Yeah. And I open it in and as I'm walking through and I'm opening the door for them so I can let them in and I'm trying to leave. And the guys the oh Barrett Brooks. I'm like, yeah, we're talking. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I, I love watching you on the post game show. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So I saw, oh, you know what? I didn't think I was going to like, you know, with Seth being gone. And, and, and you know, I'm like, you know, the Hall of Fame. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I understand. Yeah. This dude, for about two or three minutes, had me open. It was a line that was forming outside the post office. Yeah, trying to get his in. Wife, yeah. And his wife said, yeah, he watches you all the time. She might have said that 10 times. Yeah, he watches you all. I'm like, oh, my goodness. So I see people behind him like, and he Sorry. stayed talking to me. I was, all right. I, so finally he said, all right, well, let me, I got to go on in here. You know, I got to go in. I let him go on in. I was like, okay. Cause I can't, I can't not talk to yeah, him. Yeah. 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 That's nice. See, that's nice. That's nice. That's what it's all about though. Honestly, that is what it's all about. Uh, we are very fortunate. That's for sure. Exactly. Uh, all right. So uh, let's hit a couple things here, guys. Uh, let's start because this almost coincided. Like I, the Eagles game ends. I went on the air with post game. I'm sure you guys did the same thing. And literally the, the interception happens in Jacksonville and, and they go on and they, and they walk it off and they win the game. Uh, it was a pretty wild sequence, you know, and that was the sort of end result, but the Cowboys were up big. They completely coughed that game yeah. up to Jacksonville. This is why, and it's not just the Cowboy weasels, but like this notion that Dallas, I think ESPN still has them ahead of the Eagles in the rankings. It's no, just come fraudulent. On, come on, dude. It's oh, yeah. fraudulent. They still got us at number four. No, we're not don't. even number no, we're not even don't. number two. We're number four. It's Wait, is it on ESPN.com right now? Yeah. yeah, you can find it. Yeah, I've had yeah. a bunch of people shoot it to me today. Like, come on, man, you gotta be you gotta be kidding me. I'm telling you. Yes, man, I'm it, telling you right now. I told you, man, <laughs> this the disrespect is real for the city and its teams, man. I don't get it. I just yeah. do not get it. I, I've never understood that. I don't get it either. Wow. Um, but, you know, they were, they were up big. Dak's got a turnover problem, you know, and, and combine that with the fact that, you know, Jacksonville has, has started to, to get real tough, you know, and, and the quarterback for them is playing extremely well. He really is. Trevor Lawrence Bro, playing real well, that's, man. That's all Doug, man. Doug's got yeah. the team. I mean, because they've been through hell, man. Yeah. Now, they've been through hell. Now they got a coach that really cares about them. I mean, it's easy to go out there and play for a guy that has your back. Urban Myers took that team, man. Yeah, that's a man, great he, point. He almost broke him down, man. He almost broke him down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, initially when I saw the pick, you know, because we got the monitors behind us, and all of a sudden there's this scream at everybody watching game. Oh, and I turn around and I see the DB running for the touchdown. I'm thinking Zach just threw another pick. Mm-hmm. Then later in the evening, I saw the replay where Noah Brown hit the ground, ball popped up. And and you know, you know, Noah Brown, you know, I, I, he's a he's a good quality young receiver, but you got to make that catch. It's not like it was minus twenty degrees. You got to make that catch. You down to Jacksonville, bro. Yep. You you got you got to secure that ball. I mean, one of those fluke plays, but luckily it happened in Dallas. Mm-hmm. You know, so put a little so more glad. distance between themselves and the Eagles. Yeah, yeah, beautiful thing, man. And again, uh, you know, I don't think, 
I, I know it may take a little shine off of some, for some, not for me. And I think if you're the Eagles, you still have something technically to play for, man. You got to go all out, finish them off. Oh, you finish do. them off. I mean, because you know? Minnesota's only one game behind, two games behind you, but yeah, Minnesota winning keeps it interesting. What yeah. a better Christmas Eve than to go down to Dallas and lock up the number one seed in Dallas and knock off the Cowboys for a second straight time on national TV. It would be beautiful. Wouldn't Perfect it? Christmas Eve. It would be. It would be a beautiful <laughs> thing, man. But yeah, as we mentioned, Dak nine interceptions since Week Ten. He's turned the ball over, you know, quite a bit. Dallas is just inconsistent. And uh, all right, so let, let, let me let me ask you guys this hypothetically, because uh, we talked about this a little bit last week. If they, if the Eagles were to win on Saturday and lock it up, what do you do, New Orleans and, and Giants game? You got to play in, your in terms guys, of playing dude. your guys. I'm saying you got to play them. You can't have these guys not playing two, three weeks. In a, you know, you got to play them. You you got you can't have your your front line guys sitting. Because they get a first round bye, are you going to sit them for three weeks? Yeah, you can't. I'm not either. I, I, I'm, they're playing the first half for me in both games, at least. Yeah. Now that last game is a little different. I might, I might make, get them play a series or two and get them the heck out of there. Especially if we have nothing to play for. Um, I, I'll get to get them out of there in a hurry. But you cannot have these dudes sitting for two, three, four weeks. You know what the other um, thought is that's interesting, but. I don't know. So there are people looking at it. You know how the Eagles have New Orleans pick, right? Right. So you want New Orleans to keep losing. Lose. Yes, right, exactly. Right. right now, the pick is at nine. I'll give you someone for it. It dropped to nine? I thought it was five. Nine. Is it nine now? It they dropped one today. They just won today. They're they a game away from being yeah. – They're a game away from being uh, oh, in the playoffs, man. What? Yeah, I know. I know. That, yeah. they are on if board, Tampa Bay they, keeps losing – they have a legitimate shot of making the playoffs. There are some bad divisions, man. And the NFC and AFC South are are horrendous, like embarrassing. Oh no. How bad oh, they yeah. are. So let's see. One, two, three, four, Bears, five, right. six. Barrett's dead on. A- yeah. And they're in a dog fight with a bunch of teams. Like like Carolina's five and nine. Um Green Bay's Green five, Bay's and, five eight. and eight. They play tonight. Yeah. You know, this thing's tight. Atlanta's five and nine. So it could go a lot of different ways here, this pick. But they're, Indy, they're, Indy four nine and one uh, Rams four and nine. Ooh. By the way, Indy just lost Jonathan Taylor for the rest of the year with a high ankle. Not that yeah. it matters; they're cooked anyway. But you know, for what it's worth, um, somebody floated this at me though, which I thought was absurd. They're like, you know, this week don't really play your starters, and if you lose this week, it's okay. But concentrate next week on New Orleans because you get the double dip. You no. win the game and you're in. And you make it worse for them with your with the with the pick that you have. I'm like, you're you're way out thinking yourself, man. No, 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 no. You're way out thinking yourself, bro. With, with this, come on, man. You know we 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 have to be logical about this. Um, do we really think that this Eagles team is going to play their players? No. Wait, are, are you talking wait. about beyond this week? You're not saying beyond 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 Dallas. Barrett, I fear that you're right, but I I'm in this the camp of you can't have your guys sitting for three weeks and expect them to be fresh as daisies and you know on their game <clears throat> come playoff time. I just think it's really dangerous, man. You I, I agree with you, guys. but I think it's really dangerous. If the Eagles lose this game Saturday, you have to play your guys the next week against New Orleans. You have well, to. Well, they're not going to lose it. They're no, not I'm, lose, but I'm not I'm, saying. I'm saying if they lost to Dallas. You have to play against New Orleans because you only have a one-game lead over Minnesota, even though you have the tiebreaker against Minnesota. 
you got to play. You got to play these dudes, man. Yep, you do. You do. You got to play them. Yeah. And uh, it, I just don't want to lose our edge. But right. they've been show they've shown the, the capacity not to lose an edge when it comes to playing in games that really count. Right, right. They don't lose their edge, but I, I mean, I, 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 I played. I, I was I was on a team that was a, that was fifteen and one. We were fifteen and one, and we didn't make it to the Super Bowl because we lost the eventual Super Bowl champion Patriots because they cheated, but they still won. Yeah. Um, but that's that's something that um. That's something, man. That's that's tough, man, to deal with because how do you how do you differentiate against a guy who needs the reps, right? Especially a young guy that's playing um, that you know may need to play more. Like like Dickerson needs to play more, but he's been hurt, so maybe you rest him a little bit. Um, you know, of course, everybody else on the offensive line you can kind of rest, but Dickerson needs to play. If those guys don't play, then you definitely can't play your quarterback. Yeah. Right. Now your you're quarterback doesn't play. I, you're right. It's right. You can't play. It's got to be it's one or all it's all or nothing as far as yes, that goes. Yes, uh, yes. You know, for sure. But I, I it is gonna be look, this is a good problem. Let's be clear, uh, to have. If yeah, need. yeah, yeah. Um, but it's gonna be one that's gonna be scrutinized, man, and, and, and talked about quite a bit. But look, the, we're probably getting a little ahead of ourselves. They got to take care of business against the Cowboys. So the Cowboys win. Uh, or lose, excuse me, which is huge. I real quick just to throw this out there. So, since week nine, Trevor Lawrence 14 touchdowns, one pick, a 111 passer rating, and he's completing 70.4% of his passes. You don't think Doug Peterson has a big influence over that? No question about it. So, no Doug P question. deserves some props, man, for what's going on there. He's he's done a great job. And and don't look now, you, you know, on top of everything else, but Tennessee lost again. Jacksonville's yep. one game back of them. Yep. In the a- AFC South, he might win. He might win to get in the playoffs, huh? Not crazy. Yeah. Tennessee's wow. lost four straight, and he and runs the table. He's nine and eight. On. Yep, yep. So anyway, isn't that just, crazy? Keep, huh? Isn't that crazy? It is. It's that kind of year, though. But keep your eye on them. They're not. They're not done. That's it. Think about how bad Lawrence looked and how bad that team looked when the Eagles played them. How about the, what um, they are now? How about the Steelers may still be in this? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's not crazy. Uh, they're they're six and eight. It's they're they got a shot. I mean, the wildest thing is the is the NFC South. So the division leader who will have a home game right now is six and eight. Yeah. Okay. The Carolina Panthers, the New Orleans Saints, and the Atlanta Falcons, all five and nine, have a chance. They're not dead yet. I would say I would say the best chance of the bunch would be the Saints right now. Yeah. The way they're playing, I, I would say. Um, that that game, I can't believe Todd Bowles' defense gave up 31 consecutive points like that. I'm just shocked at a Todd Bowles defense. That's so uncustomary for him. And it's like they've got their personnel back, and they still gave up 31 yeah. points. They're right. not both linebackers are playing. <clears throat> yes. Both nose tackles are playing. I mean, what yep. is going on? Safety's? We get we give them the out all the time with the injuries, man. They're 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 pretty healthy, so there's no excuses for what Tampa's no, doing. They're just no, not that good. No. you know. They jumped yeah. out to that seventeen nothing lead, and it was like that was it. They yep. shot their best shot, and that was it. Brady turned it over four times yesterday. Like he's had that's a pretty good year considering he hasn't a lot of help. But that's dude, he played terrible yesterday. Unbelievable. So mm. yeah, and that that so that that was interesting the way that that they're playing out. 
We had a crazy one last night with the Giants and the Commanders. We touched on it before Marshall jumped on. There was absolutely pass interference that wasn't called there, but nonetheless, the Giants needed it bad. And I give Saquon look like Saquon from earlier in the yeah, year. Yeah, you did. Uh, and Daniel Jones played pretty darn good, uh, you know, all things considered. So Saquon had two consecutive runs up the middle where he did that spin move oh. and picked up an additional five, six yards. I'm like, that's the Saquon I used to watch at Penn State. Yeah. Yep. That well, dude, oh, my goodness. Officiating around the league just sucked, man. He does. The majority of the time. Because, I mean, Tredavious White, yes, he is a good cornerback, but he interfered in pass interference all day long, and they just wouldn't call it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They wouldn't call it. Mm-hmm. They just let him grab guys and pull guys and everything. I'm like, what the hell is that, man? It reminds me of Tampa Bay a few years ago when they won the Super Bowl. The back end of their defense were professional thugs. Yep. They held on every pass play, never got called for it. Everybody else did but them. And Stephon Gilmore, he is notorious for getting away with that. Man, yep. he, th- he grabs people all the time. They never call it on Stephon Gilmore. I just well, don't call it on White either. You know, he was <clears throat> he was grabbing guys and, and holding guys and getting the ball getting there before the ball was and I'm and, and, you know, unbelievable. And, and 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 you know, Waddle was like I mean, you just go. You saw the same thing. I'm looking straight at you when it happened, right, and you right. just not gonna call it, right? I mean, I thought I thought Jalen Wall was gonna go over there and, and take the flag out himself and throw it down, bro. Yeah. Wow. It was yeah. ridiculous. Yeah. All right. Listen, you're right. You're absolutely right. Uh, it, it is just so wildly inconsistent. That's the problem. And then again, like I was saying right before Marsh came up, for like Collinsworth floats it. They just don't want to throw the flag in that spot. You threw a flag two plays earlier on, right. on Washington. <laughs> Uh, for 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 nonsense like Terry McLaurin, like every receiver does, was trying to check with the line judge to see if he was lined up right, and the guy never gave him any kind of acknowledgement, so he mm. just stayed there, and they and they called. I don't know, whatever. It, it, it's crazy. All right, l- let's go to the Vikings here real quick because we touched on it earlier. But the funniest thing was Justin Jefferson comes in at halftime and says to Kirk Cousins, "Hey man, we only need five touchdowns." And Kirk Cousins was like, only? <laughs> but he was right. Kirk Cousins threw for 400 yards in the second half. Second That's half? crazy, man. Like, that is crazy. How do you lose that game? I, I mean, come on. I, I thought it was a foregone clue. I text you guys like, oh, Kirk, there it is. <clears throat> it's not Monday. It's not Sunday at 1 o'clock. Yeah. So you know he's going to be bad. And what does he do come out of that second half? He starts lighting them up. He couldn't yeah. stop them. No. Against a decent Colts defense on top yes. of that. Yeah. Yeah. A Colts defense I mean, that, that held them in check in the first half. Right. And then they just went nuts. I they've had some of the worst losses. I mean, you look at you look at some of the Colts losses. So they lost to I'm trying to well, there's some bad losses anyway, but, but nonetheless, no need to dive too much. Well, you, you look at how they hold an explosive offense like the Eagles to 17 points. Yeah. They get blown out against Dallas. And then they get blown out in the second half against Minnesota. <laughs> you talk about a Jekyll and Hyde defense. My yeah. goodness. Yeah, impossible to figure them out, right? It's it's crazy, man. That's that's absolutely ridiculous. I just I'd expect more from from I mean it, did we really think we were gonna get anything substantial from a quarterback from a um from a head coach that's never been a coordinator before? True. Who's never been a position coach? Position coach before? He's never been a position coach. No, never. No, I know. Never. He's never been an NFL coach. Ursay's getting exactly what he deserves. 
Yeah, not even a college exactly, coach. Yeah, yeah, he's getting exactly yeah. what he deserves. Uh, Absolutely. You know, and, and and credit to the Bill uh, to the Vikings. They did not quit, man. And you know they're they're right in this thing. That's why the Eagles need to take care of their business. Um, all right, the Raiders. I mean, you don't see these kind of things against the Bill Belichick team. Now, now to be fair, to Belichick, these these get the players acted under their own accord. This was not designed for all the yeah. lateraling and all the yeah. other stuff. They they completely ad lib this thing, and and every player to a man said it too. Okay, uh, but it's a tie game. You're not losing. You don't have to do that. Go to overtime. <laughs> all Stevenson the running back guys would sit and, down and laterals it it back to Jacoby Myers, who I don't know what in God's name he's thinking. He throws it back to the middle of the field. Chandler Jones. Jones is just like, it's Christmas a week early. Thank you. And then he you see the stiff army put on Mac. He trucked oh, Mac Jones. He just man, he planted his face all in the dirt. Man. Oh my God, man. Uh and then that's how you lose. And you're still in playoff contention. That's the other oh, part of this goodness. thing. You know, New England is is right there going into the game yesterday. Like, oh like they're now the Patriots on the outside looking into the Dolphins at seven yep. seven. Had yep. they won that game or even tied it, uh, it it's crazy. It's crazy. If I'm, Bel- <laughs> if I'm Belichick, I'm telling Matt Patricia, you know what? You take this team the rest of the season. I'm done. I can't take this anymore. My heart can't take this anymore. I'm done. I do um, wonder. You know, don't you wonder with him? Like, is it? He's such a lifer. I, I don't think he walks away, but I don't either. Man, this year's had to be tough. There's been a lot of stuff this year, a lot of difficult his, losses. His, his life is the game. Yeah. Um, he doesn't do much outside of the game. You know, he's not married. Um, his life is football. And I do believe he just loves the ambiance of going into a, a, a practice facility, game day, uh, tu- tutoring young men. Um, I can't see him walking away. I think you're gonna have to push him out the door. I'm with you. I'm I'm with you with that. Uh, how about the Lions, man? Six of seven now, and Jared Goff making a push for comeback player of the year. He's True. playing amazing, and you know we all laughed at, at at the knee biter, man. But Dan Campbell has has put these dudes in a position <laughs> to be a playoff team. It's it's unbelievable. I mean, oh, they're so right now they're seven and seven, and Washington's in the last spot at seven six and one. They could very well get in. I'm telling you, Detroit's that team you don't want to see get in the playoffs. No. I'm telling you. Bro, they got the second-best offensive line in the NFL. Yep. Yes. And weapons, man. St. Yes. Brown's a monster. They have a good running attack. You know, the, they're good, man. They finally they're- got their number one pick healthy. Took them all year. Yep. Uh, the number one receiver. Yeah, Jamison Williams. Jamal, yep. Jamison Williams is finally back. Um, this team is ridiculous now how they're winning games. Um, and you're right, Jared Goff is lighting it up. I'm looking at his numbers. Get this in the last one, two, three, four, five, six games, four, six, eight, nine touchdown passes, no interceptions. Hey, he doesn't turn it over. Nope. Nope. Hasn't turned the ball over since the Green Bay game when he when he threw two touchdowns and one pick. And that was back on November sixth. So he hasn't thrown a pick since November sixth over a month, month and a half. Yeah. 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 <clears throat> Guys played unbelievable. I, nobody saw that coming. I got to tell you, like, I thought they'd be better because they played a lot of close games this year. I didn't think Goff would take his game to where it's at. So he's, give, he's taking it to another level, man. Goff is yeah. playing. He, he, he has receivers that, that 
that can go out there and get it, man. Mm-hmm. You know, now that you know Williams is back, yep. Pick your poison. I thought you know what they traded to Hawkinson. I thought it was yep. over for. Him. I thought yeah. they yep. were selling white yep. flag. Yep. I thought it was a white yep. flag, man. Yeah, and then what does he do? He goes out there and starts really mm-hmm. balling. I mean, Jamal Williams has like what 14, 15? 14 rushing touchdowns. Yeah, Swift does his thing. I mean, there it's a it's a nice combo. They they nice combo. DJ Chark is balling right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. stuff. And you know, I laughed about um I laugh about you know what's um Aaron Marco Glenn. Rodriguez. Oh, oh, Aaron Rodrigo, Glenn, Rodrigo, Rodrigo yeah. yeah, Rodrigo. Oh yeah, you 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 the dog in Rodrigo. Mm-hmm. I he's balling. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's good. And and then the flip side is the Jets, who Sala completely and 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 the coordinator completely mismanaged the end of the game. They take a timeout with them. They they had one in their pocket, and they end up having to kick a fifty some odd yard field goal. Had they had they, you know, parsed their time better, they're making that a, a more doable field goal. It was right. terrible time yeah. management. You know, and the and the MILF Slayer, I don't, he's just not that guy. I don't think <laughs> he's just not good. The MILF Slayer. Yeah, no, he just, just don't. He's never he's been. Guy. He's yeah. never been to me, Rob. He's 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 always been a guy that I thought was going to be whoever picked him up was going to make a mistake, and I really thought the Eagles were going to do it. I'm like, man, please don't pick this guy up. Yep. He <clears> is <throat> not what people think he is. Yeah. He was at he was at BYU, and he was just a guy that played frenetically and couldn't go out there and make a play. Yeah. I mean, every once in a while he get lucky and throw the ball up, and the you know receiver running wide open underneath it. Mm-hmm. They don't play defense in the Pac-12. Right. So he played against so many Pac-12 teams that didn't play defense. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they, they that's the thing, man. The Jets have a really good defense. Like like do you know they didn't even attempt one pass Sauce Gardner's way yesterday? Like that's what oh, he's done. Respect. But, but they got a right. problem with the quarterback spot. I, I will tell you. They, well, uh, maybe Mike White's the guy. I'm not I don't know, but he's banged up with the ribs. So uh yeah, interesting there. Chiefs survive in overtime against the Texans. Survive. Oof, man. Um, you know, Kansas City's been a little up and down, too. For as yep. much as we just chalk them into, you know, whatever. I, I know they'll be better come playoff time, but they're not quite as great. Their I defense think. sucks, man. If yeah. they won for Sean Jones in the middle. Yeah. That defense would be porous at, at, at best. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they got they got some problems. Uh the again, the game Saturday was was really fun to watch, especially when it started snowing in the fourth quarter. Yep. Uh with the Bills and the Dolphins. And I and I do give Miami a lot of credit. The whole I think we all sort of thought they're not even gonna want to show up there right. in the cold. And they they played well. They did. I tell you what, um, that was like a playoff game. The way they went back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Yep. Um, but you're right. Miami showed that they don't care about the conditions. With the weapons we have, we can compete with anybody. Now they fell three points short. That pad, that last pass that Josh Allen threw, rolling out to his right, the dart down the sideline, which set him up in the field goal position. My goodness, on a cold night like that, I mean, he threw a laser down the yeah. sideline in between two defenders. Yeah, receiver made a great catch. Um, but I, I think, I think either one of those teams can oust Kansas City. To be honest, either one, but Miami or Buffalo, and it doesn't make a difference where they play those games. The talent on both sides of the ball for those teams is just good enough. They can go toe-to-toe with Kansas City anywhere, anytime. Yeah, I think the, the AFC is a little more wide open than maybe people make it out to be. Um, yeah. You know, but we'll, we'll, we'll see. It's going to be uh, it's gonna be fun to watch, that's for sure. Uh, look out to Bengals. Bengals, man. Oh. 
That we should probably throw him in that mix. They just keep it coming, man. They turned it on like a faucet yesterday. Thirty-one points in the second half, as we as we talked about with the Bucks. But uh, they're certifiably hot too, since he is. So they'll win the division. Um, I, I I think that that team's trying to do the same thing they did last year, man. Yep. yep. Get hot at the right time. Yeah, Barrett, you're right. I mean, right now they're they're up to the third best record. I mean. The the Bills are eleven and three. The Chiefs are eleven and three. Cincinnati's ten and four. They're right there. Yeah, so if somebody Cincinnati, slips up, man. And Cincinnati, Cincinnati's now your three seed. They were the five seed. Baltimore slipped down to the five seed. Cincinnati's up to the three seed. And if Kansas City keeps stumbling the way they have, they could be the two seed. Absolutely. Who knows? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Uh, the, so the way it, the way it's shaping out now. So right now it's it's Buffalo bye week. Uh, Kansas City would take on the Dolphins. That's a nice early matchup right there. Ooh. Cincinnati would get the Chargers, who, who won yesterday too. And Bengals and Titans would be the three. Uh, I'm sorry. Let me, the 2-7 two, the two would be Kansas City and, and Miami. The 3-6 would be the Bengals and the Chargers. And your 4-5 is the Titans and the Ravens. So they would be your matchups today as Char- of right now. Chargers will be one and done. Yeah, I hear you. They're one and done. That team, for whatever reason, can't get out from under a dark cloud. They can't go anywhere, do anything. Yeah, doesn't make a difference. But you know, if they got through the playoffs, fine. But they'll be they'll be a first round exit for sure. The so the NFC, the Eagles would get the buy. Uh, the two seven, Minnesota, Washington, three six, San Fran, Giants, four five, Bucks, Cowboys. So as of right now, because because Tampa's winning that garbage division. They would get a home game. And the Cowboys wow. would have to go on the road. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Dallas will get one win. Then they'll buy out. Dak will buy out in the second round. I don't think Wait. they beat I don't think they beat Brady. You don't think so? No. Maybe Brady can turn they it on enough. They can't run the football. I don't want to face Brady in the playoff scenario. Period. I'm, I'm with you with that. Like I just yeah. I'd rather him just be I'd rather somebody yeah. else win the South. Frankly. Yeah, really. I'm being real here. As much as we just shredded them. Well, uh, the the Saints almost beat Dallas. They almost beat Dallas. Dallas had to pull them from behind. Uh huh. So, so all right. Let me look at the Saints here. So they. I don't worry about them though. That's one thing I don't worry about them. All right. I'm not worried about your 49ers. New, Uh, New Orleans has Cleveland. They're at Cleveland. Then the Eagles here. And then they're home for Carolina. Now the Eagles may not, you know, play hard in that game or rest guys. Cleveland, eh? I don't know. I mean, you know, Watson's been back for a couple games now, and then they beat they 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 beat uh they beat the Ravens though. Yeah, I, I didn't think that I didn't think that the Ravens would be as bad as they look. They look bad. I'm disappointed in them, man. Yeah. In general, they look bad. And I know Lamar didn't play. But I'm disappointed. <clears throat> right, right, right. They just look really bad, man. All aspect of their game. Yeah. They don't look like they belonged on the same field with Cleveland. I mean, Cleveland ran the ball when they wanted to run the ball. Mm-hmm. Um, that defense looked like they were a swarm of defense against um, Baltimore's offense. It just looked, it was just a bad loss for them, a real yeah. bad loss for them. No question. And then tonight, uh, you have the Rams at the Packers. The Packers are seven and a half point favorites. Uh, Mayfield's second game as the starter. For the Rams, we know how the other game went. He he played well uh, with no little no time to prepare. Green Bay five and eight. You know it's been a disaster for both of these teams. You got a four and nine Rams and a five and eight Packers. 
and the Packers just cut Sammy Watkins today. So they, they're done. They, <laughs> yeah. they, they're done. Yeah. You, both, both of these teams are done. So, you know, I'll watch the game, but I'll watch it with a very numb feeling. There will be no excitement on my part watching this game tonight. Well, this is one where you can't fault the schedule makers. I mean, this looked like yeah. it was going to be a good game, but it's, you know, crap. You know, we, we, we talk about the NFL and how they schedule things when Marshall was on it. And I, and I wanted to bring up, I think the NFL does an incredible job of foreseeing down the road in the future when they come up with their schedules. Like this Friday, the 23rd, is the 50th year anniversary of the Immaculate Reception. Right. So what game do they have this weekend? Raiders against the Steelers. Exactly. I mean, are you kidding me? You couldn't so cool. ask for a better scenario, man. Yeah. You know? No, you're right. You're right. One of, I mean, so many things in that game. They, uh, Franco makes an unbelievable play to field it. Then there's all the controversy where one of the referees is on a phone in the dugout back then at, at Three River Stadium, and they're saying the, – the, the whole controversy was the, – the rep was saying like to the league office, like, what do we do? And the league office was like, well, what's the scene look like there? He's like, there's Steeler fans all over the place. I don't know if I'm going to be able to get out of here. Like, <laughs> and say it was a touchdown. All right, it's a touchdown. And he goes back up and then, you know. But there are Raiders fans. Like John Madden to the day he died was, was pissed about that game. Well, one of the best stories I heard pertaining to that game was, and I believe it was a Steeler player who told the story, that the ref was looking at the cops uh, on the field at the sideline and basically said, if we call this incomplete, will you get us out of here? And they said, nope. Okay, that's all we need to know. <laughs> yes. That was, like, that was like the game in, uh, in New Orleans. Uh, was was the playoff game in New Orleans a big game in New Orleans? And who was a kicker that missed, missed a, a missed a kick for a, was it for Morton a Anderson? No, it was no. This was like maybe five six years ago because I tweeted it out, and I'm standing right there, and yeah. people in the tunnel, hey, will you get so and so out of here? Was it Chicago? Oh, you're talking about the double doink? Maybe it was a double. Yeah, maybe that was a kick in, in, in Cody Chicago. Parkey. Cody Parkey. Cody Parkey. Yeah, and I'm standing right there, and people are talking to the cops walking up the tunnel. And they said, hey, will you get Cody Parkey safely home? And they said, nope. These were state, <laughs> state troopers, and we're dying laughing in the tunnel. Bro. The, cops, the cops were so ticked off that they lost that game. Oh. Bro, I'll tell you one better than that. I'm playing with the Giants at the time, and it was a playoff game. We're playing in, um, we're playing in San Fran. And like the week before, our, our, our starting center, Bober, he um, – he was hurt or something. So we bring in this, this long snapper named Trey Junkins. Uh, uh, Trey Junkins is like his, his 17th, 18th year in the league. Washington, wasn't he for a long right, time? Right, yeah, for all those years, yeah. you know, long snapper. He's like one of the best in the business. And uh, But he set out the whole year. He had retired, he set out the whole year. But they gave him an opportunity to come back and um, and be a snap for, for us because we're going into the playoffs, the playoff game. Right. So he comes into the uh, he comes into the meeting room. We don't know who he is or anything else. We don't know who the heck this dude is. He comes into the locker room, and everybody's quiet. Like, okay, he comes in. He's gonna say, "Well, I don't know how you guys were you play uh, used to special teams being played, but hey, I'm here now." Everybody looks like, "Ooh, okay, yeah, like okay, 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 you the man, huh? All right, cool." I know you better be snapping this right. Okay, all right. So we, oh my god, we get in the game now. All through practice, it's he's he's throwing dimes. Yeah, right on the body. Yeah, bam, bam, hit it, bam, bam. <laughs> we get in the game. The first one he snaps, it like drills on the ground. Like 
hey, hey, we still get it off. Right. The punter still punts it. It comes to the last play. And first of all, we were whooping this. We was killing San Fran in the first half. We, we were up on them. And also in that second half, T.O. went off. <laughs> off. Yeah. So we're still winning. But it comes to uh, we're, we're losing at this point, and then we have to kick this field goal. If we kick this field goal, we win the game. Right. Long story long, this dude snaps the ball. It goes everywhere. They pick up the ball. They try to throw it down the field. It was actually a holding call because they pulled our um, tight yeah, the, end the down. guy who was trying to catch it. Yeah, yeah I remember. They just yeah. pulled him down. You yeah, know yeah, what yeah. Saying? yeah. And uh, they didn't call or anything. We end up losing the game. Oh. As we're walking in, I'm walking next to Strahan, and Junk Chunkins just walk in. Oh no! He's oh no! You MF! You're not coming in this locker room. You don't belong. You talk all that stuff about you doing such things. If you go in there, I'm gonna whoop your. I mean, it was oh. bad. I, I was hoping me and Michael Barrow was holding Strahan. He was trying his best to get to him. <laughs> you better not come in this effing locker room. I'll kill you. You better not come in this locker room. And he did not come in the locker room. In fact, he did not get on the plane. Oh. They flew him away. They had to fly him off on another plane. Oh, and to this God. day, man. To this day, he's still screwed up about it, dog. He's still screwed wow. up, man. Wow. Yeah, man. That's his last game, man. He just totally just Damn. messed it all up, bro. Okay. Strahan was going to kill him. He wouldn't yeah, let him in the locker room or on the plane. Yeah. Wow. Oh my god! <laughs> awesome story, man. Uh, wow. All right, let's uh, let's soak that one in for a minute. Let's take a break, and we'll come back. Uh, we'll hit a little World Cup because we had a classic yesterday. That's for sure. Joker gets his name in the record books, and we got some killer birthdays and movies, guys. We got some really good ones. So we'll hit all that when we return. Sixers in action tonight. Little Flyers news as well. Don't go anywhere. D Gun B Brooks R Ellis. We are Sports Take Jacob Sports YouTube Network. Right back. Post game show with Seth Joyner. I knew that they had a running game. Derek Gunn. He has put in the effort. Devin Caney. Had we not won the Super Bowl, what would we be saying? And Mike Missanelli. Well, you know how Philly is. Post game, now streaming on the 6ABC family of apps. fans on earth it's a bold statement but would you expect anything less from philadelphia 58 years of heartache creates a toughness a grit a resolve not found in most sure our prayers were answered but now that we've had a taste we're looking for more pondley hockey official partner of the philadelphia eagles Number one, Jeff D'Ambrosio, Destination Downingtown is rolling back prices for a December to remember. For a limited time, you can own, not least, brand new 2023 Jeep Wranglers for only $39.95 or $339 per month. New Rams starting at only $39.95 or new Ram 1500 Bighorn Crew Cabs $189 per month. Zero down can deliver. Get the price you want, the selection you need, and the VIP treatment you deserve. Jeff D'Ambrosio, Destination Downingtown, big finish sales event. 
Did you know taxes could be your biggest expense during retirement? Are most of your assets in tax-deferred accounts like IRAs and 401ks? Taxes are historically low today, but we're facing significant headwinds in the future. Do you have a plan? The Thrive Financial Team has more than 100 years of experience helping people across the Delaware Valley with forward-looking tax planning. Learn how to shift your money from forever tax to no or low tax accounts. Get your Thrive Retirement Tax Playbook today. Go for the beers. Go for the cheers. Go for the hit and the hits. Go for the scene. Go for the screens. Go for the gallery. Go for the win. Go to Ocean. up everybody welcome back in we are sports take jake's youtube network barrett brooks rob ellis gonna be uh hopping on in a minute all right let me hit you with a couple flyers things um cam atkinson is done for the season he's getting neck surgery this team in addition to being bad has bad luck too like they have had a ton of injuries but he's done he's cooked um the other interesting development they've there's been a couple of uh, healthy scratches here for Kevin Hayes, who's probably the Flyers' most productive player. He's got 29 points in 31 games. Like wow, He yeah. can still play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which has led to speculation that they're about to buy him out. He's got a limited no-trade clause, and the thought from a lot of people around the league is they're going to buy him out. Why? Um, I, I don't know. It seems like he and Tortorella don't get along. This is the problem with Tortorella. I'm, I'm not surprised. Like, here, here's the, here's the problem. As much as he's going to take the, you know, he's going to be the distraction and go off on media members and all that stuff, he butts heads with guys, you know, and, you know, we'll see. But um, he's got three years left on his deal. Uh, they, they, It's a cap-friendly hit that they would have to take. So there's speculation that that, that may end up happening. Um, but they're just – they're a, in a world of hurt as an organization. They're a mess. Um, so anyway, there's the Flyers. So Sixers. <laughs> They host the uh, the Raptors tonight. Still uh, no maxi, but should have the full complement here. Other than that, uh, I guess the Raptors that are okay, you know, yeah, nothing not, special. Nothing special. Yeah, they're they're just uh, actually they're they're less than special. They're thirteen and seventeen. Sixers are sixteen and twelve. So Sixers should be able to take care of business at their place uh, today. And the Sixers, Sixers are four and zero oh in a seven game homestand. So they're, they're playing better. Yeah, they are. Yeah, better. And, and to do this without Maxi, uh, they deserve props. You know, it's, uh, they've done a nice job. And Bede's been phenomenal, too, on top yeah, of all Yeah, that. he has. You know, he's been better than okay. <laughs> yeah, he certainly has, man, for sure. Uh, Sunday, and it was, man, it ended at like 12.57 Eastern. But I'm sitting there. I got Fox on. You guys were, you know, already doing your thing. But I'm sitting there waiting for the game to come on. And – the the uh, World Cup match between France and Argentina goes overtimes and then goes into kicks, and you're saying to yourself, "Oh my God!" First of all, the game was nuts. I mean, there were great saves, great comebacks, Messi making plays. You know, the best guy in the world making plays at the biggest on the biggest stage. It was insane. It was all you could have wanted, man. Argentina ends up winning in, in kicks, and it was well, incredible. Yeah. Well, first of all, the way it, it way it happened. What's his name? Um, what's the what's the, the- Messi? 
Lionel no, no, Messi. No, 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 not Lionel Messi. The other guy from France. Uh, oh, Mbappe. Oh, Mbappe. Mbappe. Yo, yeah. Mbappe. He's a beast. First of all, he gets the penalty kick. Yep. Makes it 1-0. Then a minute later, comes back down and, 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 and scores again to tie it up. Goes into overtime. Yeah, by that time, like I, I I go downstairs. I'm like, I can't believe they're in overtime because it, it's just I'm just about to go on on um the show. I said I cannot believe it. They just you know brought them back overtime. You know it's it's crazy. And all of a sudden, bam, they come back and Messi comes back to win it. Man, that's mm-hmm. that's 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 that's, a, that's why soccer, man, is the number one sport in the world. Over how, there. How, how about the game went so long it killed Fox's NFL pregame show? Yes. You know, as a matter yeah. of fact. The, I thought it was – and we're sitting there thinking, man, we're going to miss like the first couple of minutes of the Eagles game because this game keeps going and keeps going, mm-hmm. you know, because like you said, Rob, 12.57 is when they wrapped it up. And I'm thinking, I hope they're not going to stay with this to the post-game celebration. And just when I said that, they make the announcement, <clears throat> post-game comments coming up on the FS1. I'm like, Smart. thank goodness. Smart move. They flipped yeah. that over. I don't know what they would have done, honestly. Like, you can't deprive these these TV markets of their game. People would have lost their minds. You know, with all due respect to soccer, and I, I'm not a soccer hater by any stretch, but come on, man. I, I know it was the World Cup, but these people want to see what's happening with their with their teams. It would have been an interesting decision Fox had on their hands. Like, can you really <laughs> pull away from that if you're Fox and go to FS1 no, with that no, game? No, no, no. Man. Um, I was maybe they send the ego, the like the, the football, the regional football games to FS1 in, in your in your area. Maybe they do that. I, I was so impressed with um, with the volume of people standing there ooing and awing in the gallery watching the soccer match. And I don't know how many of them had bet on the game or whatever, but if the volume of people locked in on this soccer game was ridiculous, man. Mm. Collective oohs and uh, and I'll tell you what. Both goaltenders in this game made unbelievable saves. And I mean, on point blank shots, oh. like rubber band men, man. It would make, I don't know how they do it. Man. I don't I, either. I think that, that is so hard to do as a goalie to come out and make plays like that, at, you know, at some of those stretches that they made. It was unbelievable. Hey, dude, I'm looking at this Drew Nichols comment. You see this? Pull this up, Rob. I think Jacob Sports should have a friendly boxing match. Come on, man. <laughs> Rob against Rick, Gunn against Celio, Barrett against Seth. John against Jody. That would be legendary pay-per-view. <laughs> Come on, man. It's the holiday season, man. Can't you do better? Why am I fighting Rick? Like, what? I have a beat with Rick? <laughs> what did this have? Like, <laughs> Come on, man. It's the yeah, holiday no season, bro. I'm good. All right. yeah. 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 No thanks, Drew. Uh, all right. So a couple other things. Um, did you see the line for the Joker last night? All right. So yeah. Djokovic yes. last night. Crazy. Okay. 40, 27, and 10. I thought I was reading it wrong at first. 27 20, rebounds. 27 rebounds. Crazy. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. My 40, goodness. 40, 27, and 10. So uh, the, the only other guy to do that is Wilt. Uh, he, 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 so it's, the, it's his fifth triple-double this season, 81st overall. I'm sorry. He's the third player in NBA history to get at least 40, 25, and 10. Uh, Wilt did it four times and Elgin Baylor did it once. That's mm, it. Crazy. That's pretty pretty good company right there. Wilt and Elgin Baylor, man. Well, so. he, he can take over a game when he wants to. Uh, but to that degree, 27 rebounds the, is dude, phenomenal. That's sick. That's sick. 
Yeah, it's phenomenal. That's, oh my goodness! Wow. Um, so props to him. That's that's a that's an unbelievable accomplishment. Uh, all right, so a couple of things. Let's, let's hit some birthdays because we have some heavy hitters here. Reggie White, the great one, uh, the man. There he is. Hi, Reggie. Uh, born on this day, 1961. We know we lost him way too soon. Um, but uh, Barrett, you played against him. You give him the ultimate respect, Mr. White. The uh, best, the best player to ever put on a jersey. The I'm best. not going to argue that. I'm not trying to hear any Jerry Rice. It's Mr. White, bro. Yeah. Yep. That yep. club, that club move of his was legendary, oh. and nobody could counter it. That's the funny thing about it. Nope. Nobody could counter that move, and you knew it was coming. You just hope you weren't on this highlight reel, and too many offensive tackles ended up on this highlight reel. <laughs> yeah, he did whatever he wanted on the football field. That guy. right, right. Let's a, a bunch of football players. You know, I mean, we should just go ahead and finish through the list of football. All players. right, but yeah, let's rip through it because there are some there are some really good ones. Yep. Uh, Al Line, who was a great baseball player, all timer, born in '34. Maurice White from uh, uh, the singer from Earth Wind uh, and Fire. Earth Wind and Fire is '81. Um, Actor Jake Gyllenhaal, 42 years old. Alyssa Milano, 50 years old. Ronan Farrow, Mia Farrow's son, 35 years old. Jennifer Beals from Flashdance is 59 years old. Robert York, the actor, was born in 46, passed away. Chris Angel, the magician, 55. Arvita Sabonis. Damn. Yeah, 58 years old. Warren Sapp, 50 today. Warren Sapp. Yep. Tim Reed, who played Venus. I don't mean to cut you off, but. Look what long, you you talk about a story rags to riches to rags, <clears throat> the volume of money Warren Sapp lost yeah. <clears throat> because of lawsuits, uh, PNC Bank uh, because of a a deal he had went bad hit him up for almost nine hundred thousand. Jeez, the IRS. What what are those numbers I was looking at? PNC Bank uh, awarded a judgment of nine hundred ninety eight plus thousand. And then they filed a lien on $33,333 of his $45,000 salary from the NFL Network paycheck. That was one paycheck. Show you how much money he's making from the NFL Network. Jeez, man. He owed the IRS $853,000 from income from 2006 and another $89,775 from 2010. $876,000 behind an alimony and child support. Oof. In 2012, they auctioned off his home for $2.9 million. Now, supposedly, I don't know if this is still true, he doesn't own a car, from what I understand. Mm-hmm. I mean, the money he made as an athlete, and, you know, when the story came out about him filing bankruptcy, you know, you were like, what the heck happened? But, dude, he was so far in debt. This is like Michael Vick-type debt, you know. Jeez, man. My goodness, I hate to see it. Has happen. he made it? Has he? Has he made it all up? Or I don't, think, or no? I don't think so. No, no, he's placed way far. That's why I say, man. That's why I'm trying to borrow five dollars from you, D Gun, and you won't even get it to me, man. Bro, how am I give you five dollars I don't even have? <laughs> if I if I had it, you got it. All right, uh, all right. I, I want to get through the the rest of these. Tim right. Reed is 78. He played Venus Fly Flytrap on WKRP. Uh, Tyson Beckford, the model, is 52 years Polo. old. Yeah, Polo. yeah. Yep. Uh, Kevin McHale, former yeah. NBA Hall of Famer, yep. uh, 65. Uh, Jake Plummer played for the, uh, you know, for the Arizona, Arizona yeah. State. Yeah, F- at 48. Uh, Mike Lookinland, who played Bobby Brady, is 62 years old. Wow. Yep. Uh, all right. What other what other birthdays do we have, fellas? And then I'll hit the movies. Randall McDaniel. Yeah. Okay. The guard played. I mean, 
That's a he good had one. Like, he had like a broken foot. Looked like he had a broken foot. Yeah, he had a good uh, career. He had a great career. Um, I think that's it for me. Okay. Uh, Paulina Gretzky, daughter of Wayne, 34. Yep. Christy Swanson, the actress, 53. Yep. Uh, Marla Sokoloff from The Practice is 42. Abigail Johnson, who is the billionaire daughter of the Fidelity Investment founder, Edward Johnson, oh, is 61. She's a billionaire. And that's it. Okay. Uh, also, okay. Uh, Mo Williams. Mo Williams from uh, Cavalier. <clears throat> All right, uh, good movies today, guys. We have Raging Bull, 1980. Mm, great movie. Yep. Uh, Titanic, 1997. I still watch that movie when I can. I don't. What? <laughs> I don't like it. You didn't like it? No. Too long? Or just Yes, too okay. long. I, I just didn't like all that, you know what I'm saying? Like, why does everybody have to die, bro? I don't want to watch that. It's depressing. Well, everybody didn't die. Wait a minute. You'll watch horror movies. Time out. I don't watch horror movies. <laughs> you watch horror movies. Limbs flying. I don't, all over I don't, the place, I don't watch horror everywhere. movies. I don't watch scary movies. I don't. Oh, okay. 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 Uh, Kramer versus Kramer, 1979. Great. Another movie. good one. The movie Nine to Five, Dolly Parton, 1980. Yep. Zero Dark Thirty, a great yep. one in 2012. Yep. Great. Great movie. Uh, the Annie remake with Jamie Foxx yep. in 2014. Mm-hmm. Little Shop of Horrors, 1986. Watched that too. Yep, I didn't like that one. Uh, Platoon, 1986. Love that movie. Charlie Love Sheen, yeah. uh, William De- Willem Dafoe. Oh, that's a uh, yeah. That's an <laughs> all timer, man. Yeah, that's a classic. Yeah, all timer, bro. I'm telling you, man. All timer, man. Barnes versus Elias in the whole <laughs> tug of war. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Everything is going on there, man. So yeah. Uh, what else you have, Gunner? Uh, the Mary Poppins remake, 2018. Okay. Uh, Lord of the Rings, Fellowship of the Rings, 2001. Loved it. Yep. Uh, Night at the Museum, Secret of the Tomb, 2014. That's number two. That's the number one. Number yep. Two one, right? uh, Tomorrow Never Dies, 1997, a Bonds film. Okay. Uh, 2006, American Pie, The Naked Mile. After the first one, I couldn't watch the stupid yeah, movie I, anymore. I couldn't even tell you one of them after the first couldn't one. Couldn't watch it. And Seven Pounds, 2008, with Will Smith. Uh, Great movie. Yeah, yeah. Yep. some good Great. ones. That's a good day. That's a good movie day, man. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Uh, all, in general, good good birthdays too. Uh, all told. All right, so uh, yeah. we will continue. We'll turn up the heat even more on the Eagles and the Cowboys. We'll dive into some Cowboy stuff. We'll go behind enemy lines with the Cowboys this week as well. We'll try and get somebody on from Dallas just to discuss, uh, you know, where they're at with with this what this team really is. You know, from an insider's perspective, we know what we see from the outside. That's for sure, but we'll continue to talk about the Eagles. Uh, I would assume some form of practice tomorrow is a shorter week, right? Normally Tuesday's the off day. Probably yeah, a walkthrough. Yeah. Walkthrough. Um, tomorrow will be a Wednesday. So, I mean, that would they do two walkthroughs in a row? I don't depends know. It depends point. on how nicked up they are. Yeah, yeah I think you're going to see a lot of maintenance days for guys this yeah, week. Yeah, deservedly you know? so. Deservedly yep. so. Yeah, for sure. All right, so we'll do all those things. I uh, want to thank Xander Krause producing the program. Thanks to everybody in the chat section, everybody uh, streaming, everybody listening. So don't go anywhere. Uh, you got three hours coming up. The National Football Show with Dan Cilio uh, coming up next. And uh, like I said, we're back at it tomorrow. We'll recap what the Sixers did. Uh, continue to update you on the flyers. There's some Philly stuff I didn't get a chance to get to today, which we'll do uh, tomorrow as well. But most importantly, get you set for the Eagles and the Cowboys and everything else that's happening in week 16, man. Crazy, crazy. So everybody, uh, enjoy the rest of your day. We'll see you tomorrow 
at noon. For Barrett, for Derek, I'm Rob. Thanks for hanging out. See you tomorrow. Post game show with Seth Joyner. I knew that they had a running game. Derek Gunn. He has put in the effort. Devin Caney. Had we not won the Super Bowl, what would we be saying? And Mike Missanelli. Well, you know how Philly is. Post game, now streaming on the 6ABC family of apps. fans on earth it's a bold statement but would you expect anything less from philadelphia 58 years of heartache creates a toughness a grit a resolve not found in most sure our prayers were answered but now that we've had a taste we're looking for more pondley hockey official partner of the philadelphia eagles Number one, Jeff D'Ambrosio, Destination Downingtown is rolling back prices for a December to remember. For a limited time, you can own, not least, brand new 2023 Jeep Wranglers for only $39.95 or $339 per month. New Rams starting at only $39.95 or new Ram 1500 Bighorn Crew Cabs $189 per month. Zero Down can deliver. Get the price you want, the selection you need, and the VIP treatment you deserve. Jeff D'Ambrosio, Destination Downingtown, big finish sales event. Did you know taxes could be your biggest expense during retirement? Are most of your assets in tax-deferred accounts like IRAs and 401ks? Taxes are historically low today, but we're facing significant headwinds in the future. Do you have a plan? The Thrive Financial Team has more than 100 years of experience helping people across the Delaware Valley with forward-looking tax planning. Learn how to shift your money from forever tax to no or low. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Catch those springtime vibes all over Arizona. Break out of the winter blues by hitting the water at one of our lake and river parks. Take a hike among the wildflowers. Just make sure to stay on the trails and leave the flowers for the bees. Discover Arizona's best kept secret and visit azstateparks.com slash amazing to start your springtime adventure.